Greetings. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Jerry, hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Okay. That's, yeah, we so, fucking went there. Oh, Wolfman Dave here. Gons, the Gonzinator. The Gonzinator. So, episode 30, the dirty fucking 30. We did it. Finally. It happened. We are fucking here. Yeah. Creeping behind some other fools, right? Yeah. Uh, anyways, so. Photobombing everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we have quite, I guess, quite an episode. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, a lot of ground to cover today, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think some of you guys are going to like the Desert Island game, because we're covering the best of 1987. Which apparently was a pretty fucking... It was a very good year in pretty metal. Pretty fucking cool year, yeah. Um, Who would have thought, man? Co- this is coming from Loudwire, right? Of all things. Of all publications. Because Loudwire's lists are usually funny. This one wasn't very funny. They're usually really... This one was actually like, alright. Yeah, they're usually a weak sauce mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Uh, so this one was very good. I mean, you know, where they listen to this shit like this. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's pro- they probably got some old dude to like cover the old years. Stop. They're like, we're like too millennial. Like, we don't even know. We weren't even born in the 80s, bro. So they got like the dude in his late 30s to cover. <laughs> like our Asian shit. <laughs> yeah, to cover 1987. To cover 1987. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm fucking... 36 and I'm gonna be 37 but in that year I was only 5 yeah I was, such I, was a I was just a little chiquito I was 4 at that time yeah, I, was I was playing I was fucking uh, with like uh, probably, getting the, the Atari I was probably watching DuckTales dude yeah I was fucking with the Atari and, and messing with my brother's Nintendo oh yeah I was already gaming by then oh yeah, yeah for sure and I was like, I would turn his shit off by accident. Like, oh yeah, because cool. yeah, dude, I had a cousin who would leave his shit on for hours. Yeah, and I know, like for walk, weeks. walk, walk. Are you wait? Yeah, because uh, you'd be playing like through, like you'd play through games without skipping levels, like Super Mario Three or some. You just pause it or some shit. You would just pause it and leave it on. But that's risky, dude. Because those you consoles. Fuck up your system, man. Well, not even that. Those consoles are touchy as shit. Yeah. Like you so much as like fucking breathe on them wrong. T- touch barely. T- yeah, dude. Yeah. So uh, one day I was walking and they fixed that shit with the Super Nintendo though. Yeah, I think so. Super Nintendo was pretty good. I was, uh, bitches be tripping, you know? So I was, I tripped on the wire, <laughs> and boom! That sucks. Uh, I'm gonna kill you. And, and, of course, his method of execution was, he'd always pull my hair to, to leave no trace behind of no bruising or anything. You had hair? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. At one point. <laughs> I, I had beautiful, luxurious bull haircut, like a fucking loser. Oh, you had that shit? I looked like, yeah. what's his, fu- Lloyd, or what's his fucking mm-hmm. name? Fucking Dumb and Dumber. I'm dumb and dumber. It looks fucking stupid. No, I had the <laughs> I had the little boy cut, you know, come to the side. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to church. A little every day. Uh, neo-Nazi. Kind of, kind of Hitlerish. <laughs> yeah, and then I had my hair's brown now. With a like, mustache. Yeah, dude, my hair's brown now, but like as a boy, it was black. So yeah, yeah dude, super Hitler. No, he's no, just kidding. That's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> oh, dude. So, so we have that. We have the 1987 uh, Goodyear in Metal. We have. Uh, some of the uh, notable progressive metal bands, per- rock and metal, yeah, that we uh, not necessarily that we purposely left out or anything, but and we could certainly do an episode on them in the future. We could. Um, these are just bands that we feel, at least for the time being, because we are celebrating the you know, pro- uh, prog as a genre this you know, these past couple of months. That uh, we feel it would be kind of you know, like you said, criminal to not include them. Yeah, and, 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 and actually some of these are actually very, uh, 
Uh, we've mentioned love, a few of them in other episodes too, yeah. like you know, as far as part of uh, what we've been listening to. Yeah. And they've but come they're, out. They've but come they're out. loved anyways, and yeah. people will probably be like asking, "Where the fuck? Where, where are they?" Yeah. And and this is probably be your episode, you know. Uh, and then we're gonna cover uh, later on. We're gonna cover Andromeda, which yes. uh, from Sweden. And if you guys have been paying get, attention, uh, mixed up with the EDM band, so yeah, I know they come up every time. <laughs> we have uh, we had already a playlist for you guys since the other week. Mm-hmm. So if you were jamming out to them, you might you might be uh, well aware of them now. Yeah, if you were before. Uh, I mean, that'd be, so that'd be fucking cool. Yes, sir. So. What you been listening to lately? Um, a lot. So a little too much. Kind of. Um, Music overload. Most recently, um, <laughs> most recently, uh, Dredge, of all bands, I've been listening to. Um, Dredge. Yeah, they're like a, they're not metal. Uh, they're like a, like a pro, like a progressive artsy band. Um, okay. They, they were kind of big, and yeah, not big, but not even they were never really big. But they were like uh, highly circulated during the. Um, early mid 2000s they uh they played with a lot of hardcore and indie bands which is kind of weird because i don't think they i don't really think they have that sound yeah. but um yeah they toured with the likes of like fucking um at the drive-in and uh blast jaw and yeah yeah they toured with those bands which is kind of weird because again they don't really fit that mold uh but they're um they're uh, pretty they're mellow uh very dreamlike um soothing vocals um, I guess they could get a little indie at times, but they're very they're very progressive. Are they more like shoegazy or post, you could, post post rock maybe? Kind of, yeah. That's actually a good description. But they're really good. I um, I was actually listening to their most recent album, which isn't very recent. It came out earlier in the decade, yeah. but um, it it's a uh, kind of weird sound. Uh, they kind of went almost kind of electronic in areas. Yeah. But like I kind of still enjoy it because the guys' vocals are still there, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I've been enjoying that. I've uh, been jamming to some demons and wizards lately. Um, yeah. Trying to get like, I don't know. I've just been kind of in a power metal trip, especially to wash down the uh, bad taste. Oh my god! So as uh, as uh, those of you who checked in last week, I, I had mentioned that um one of the albums <laughs> I was looking forward to this oh, year. That sucks. Dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really does, man. Um, I was looking forward to the new uh, Sonata Arctica album. Um, I, think, I forgot the name. Truvali, I want to say. I couldn't. I, I tell you. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. Let me get it real quick because it's uh, yeah, man. Excuse me. Let's see. Here we go. Sorry about the delay there. I try not to have radio silence, but sometimes it happens. No um, Talvio is yeah. the name of it. I don't know what that means. I'm sure it's, it's finish finish for some bullshit, and that's what that album is. Complete yeah. bullshit. Um, it's more kind of in tune with what they've been doing, so which isn't even power metal, really. I don't know what you call it. I mean, I, I would say it's very whimsical sounding. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. I guess if I give it any sort of rating, I'd probably give it a five out of ten. It's yeah, it's I mediocre. Mean, you could do worse, right? But it's mm, you could do Ghost. You can do Macedon. It you could you probably get you probably enjoy that more. It, it's very yeah. middling. It's forget forgettable. Yeah, it's very I, mediocre. And I, mean, I listened to sure. most of it. I think it's about eleven tracks. I listened to about seven or eight of them, and I was just like, mm, okay. I heard like I heard like four. Tracks. Yeah, I was just mm, I kind of just lost it there. So I, I listened to that. Um, I mean, if you guys liked, I guess what they've been doing, um, then yeah, you, you may enjoy this. Right. 
Um, I personally did not like it, <laughs> like at all. Yeah. Um, been jamming to some amorphous. Yeah, boy. Um, kind of getting into their older shit uh, since we were talking Fog, about them. Dude, the growls and the old shit's fucking phenomenal, dude. Absolutely, that, dude. dude. So, uh, what have you been getting down on? <laughs> so, been listening to the, I guess, two singles I guess that released from Borknogger. Mm. Uh, off the album True North and the song Up North and the Fire That Burns. And you hear it's, oh dude, it's just every bit as awesome as you want it to I'm be. I'm glad man. you enjoyed your new band. Yeah. And, hey man, you heard KO Dot too. That was good. And, I didn't want to and, steal it from you. I'll let you talk okay. about it. Okay. Well, yeah, KO Dot, yeah. man. And, blasphemy. And Blasphemy, yes. Mm. And I was just like, one of those fucking albums that it just flows beautifully. And for me, it's kind of dangerous because it was very <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> yeah. And it put me, it lulled me to sleep, dude. I was in a yeah, fucking you know, great way. Not really good, to, yeah. Not good driving music. No, but definitely not at all. good. Chill at home. Chill at home on a rainy day. I could absolutely. I could see somebody smoking a big fat fucking bowl <laughs> and listen to this album. Dude. Yeah, like, totally. It's, it's definitely fucking amazing. Just dude. chill out, relax, kind of music for yeah. sure. It's really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So and, and and I mean a lot of people hold this band in high regard, and I could see why. Uh, and that's not lost on me. And I've I've been paying attention or seen these guys for years, mm. but. This album kind of it's like it's way up there, man. And I know a lot of people, especially a lot of journalists right now, are like loving this fucking album. And they, you know, they get first dibs and shit, not like we can, you know. So, mm-hmm. been listening to Ko Dot. Uh, I'm still on the I don't know how to say it, Departure Chandelier. Mm-hmm. That um, little what's his name, Napoleon Bonaparte, like yeah. Uh, that black metal, like that, yeah, yeah, the raw melodic black metal fucking concept album on Napoleon. They're yeah, they're interesting because they do um, kind of pull off that raw sound, yeah, but still manage to. It still sounds good. Like I yeah. don't know, it's it's not raw for the sake of being raw, is what it sounds like. Yeah, I guess it's, so. It sounds it sounds good. It still sounds like coherent. Like they're actually trying to play something nice. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really good black metal. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else have I been listening to? Well, we still I've still been digging that Dawn of Disease. That yeah, that shit's good, man. Sort of a Mono Marthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you like a Mono Marth, especially their early shit, this is yeah. definitely up your alley. And still sticking to that Stormlord because it's a fucking good album, man. Yeah, the, dude. the new album's very fucking good. Fucking heavy. Um. So guess what? Hmm. I want to tell you some good news. Don't. Guess who retired from music? Oh, who could it be? I know who. The booty shaking. Her anaconda don't want none. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. She don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Mickey Minaj has Re- officially retired. Retired from And there music. was much rejoicing. And there was. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting because it's like uh, the funniest shit ever. When Taylor Swift fans are like, who's tall? Oh, you know, I heard about that. Yeah. And as much as we don't like that. Uh, kudos. Kudos to that. It's a moth. Yeah. I am 100% for it. Yeah. So, at least, uh, you know, guys, at least we didn't shit on them this time. No, actually, hats off. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's so enough the norms, man. Fuck yeah. it. Fuck normies, man. Do it, dude. Uh, I'm talking about normie musical taste. Especially normie. Like, extra normie. Like, yeah. fucking mayonnaise on a piece of white bread in the yeah. middle of a snowstorm like yeah. super normal now that's not that's just a description for white 
Yeah. Well, let's 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 kind of move away from that. But (laughs) (laughs) now, something dumber than bread, however, is fucking Kanye West. Mm. Now this dumb motherfucker. Right. There's a video of him entertaining masses of people, and he's only pressing a couple buttons on the keyboard. Sampling, Dude, maybe a couple, maybe not even. From that video, it looked like he was just holding down a single key. Yeah, and he was like the... sampling. A lot of times, it was one key. Yeah, he's just holding that one key and kind of like raising the roof with his other hand. And people yeah. are going fucking loose. Dude, they shit. lost their fucking yeah. minds, you know, bro. Not, I mean, that shit was clearly pre-programmed. Obviously, yeah, for, <laughs> so, for real. I mean, he just you know just happened to be the the hand that pushed that key down was. Uh, Kanye West. But I mean, the thing, the problem that, and it goes back to Nicki Minaj and stuff and Taylor Swift, what we're talking about, and how is that even fucking music? Isn't Taylor Swift like country? Ah, that shit's, she's pop now, dude. Is she now? Okay. She uses all her I'm exes. I'm just saying because my wife loves country. She so uses all her I mean, exes. and Because this country, uh, they play instruments, but... Yeah. Well, but the regular I mean, shit, not the, not the pop stuff. The, the yeah. old... The real shit. The real yeah. country. Yeah. I mean, I could at least respect that. You know? Yeah, because they, they get down on guitar for sure. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's great. <laughs> Again, these people losing their fucking mind over some unknown band. Yeah. Oh, have you seen those posts uh, regarding, we talked about it last week, uh, Ozzy Osbourne on the Post Malone song? I don't know if it's fake. <laughs> but there's people on there saying, I don't know who this Ozzy Osbourne is, but props to Post Malone. To getting them heard and shit. Oh, you fucking I don't know if it's real. Me, it could be a meme. It was a meme. But I don't know. It could be photoshopped. I mean, but they were doing like, oh man, hats off. Shouts out to Post for giving these uh, new artists a chance to be heard and shit. I'm like, oh. That hurts, bro. I weep for the youth. That, <laughs> like, I was that like, no. hurts. And, it, and it's such a little fucking, they're not millennials maybe. But it's such a fuckwad thing to say with these kids, man. They don't, yeah. I don't know, man. That's, uh, All I know is Post Malone made that Spider-Man song, and my son loves that shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it before. I don't know. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> yeah. but So, I'm going to kind of th- th- toss this in here. What's up? Right? So, Heavy Metal Page on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I love our weekly check-ins. Yes. It's so, fun. my five favorite oh, that post. Yes. of all time. Yes, read it. It's beautiful. Number one. Bullet for my Valentine. Eh. Number two, Three Days Grace. Eh. It's not even a metal band. Number three, <laughs> Skillet. <laughs> number four, Maybe for cu- Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. And number five, Disturbed. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> your turn. It says. Yeah. Huh. So then, some dudes like, yeah, bro. Corn, Tool, Evanescence. Rage Against the Machine, which, I mean, they're I like cool, them. but I don't know why they're there. Yeah, metal. And Godsmack. Then, I went further in. For, yeah, go deep, bro. It gets it gets bad. Some dude's like, uh, Korn, no. Disturbed, they all, they all come up a few Static times. X, Deftones, Nine Inch Nails. Some guy had like a half and half. Nine Inch Nails is not a metal band. Uh, yeah. Go on. Some guy had a half and half, so it was all right, man. He had Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Park, Ugh. Lamb of God, and Megadeth, which he he totally fucked the spelling for that. Oh, is he the guy that put Megadeth with the the, the, the one that I corrected? There was a guy. Oh, that, 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 yeah, I just commented death. Like yeah. I just commented D E E T H. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, dude, 
least get the spelling right. And don't blame it on your phone because I have the most bitchiest iPhone when it comes to the yes. spell check. Yeah. And it does not correct Megadeth. No, I, <laughs> it, I think it's a household name now. Yeah, like, it no, comes they out. Understand. Yeah, well, they did make these Megadeth for one of their fucking commercials, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, dude. So there's no way. But yeah, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, off the first album, actually. That's just the, the ignorance. I remember there was this guy when I was in high school and he had Megadeth. You know how back in the day you would take your marker and you would like tag on your bag different bands? Yes. Well, he had Megadeth on there and it was the E-A-T-H. And we're making we're make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your favorite Megadeth album? Yeah, Megadeth. <laughs> I don't know. Even though, even though it is the correct spelling of the word death, but still. Uh, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. So here's another one. I'd like to laugh. Here's another one. What's up? Beth, I like. Mm. Deftones. Oh. System of a Down. Ooh. Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Ghost. <sighs> Slipknot. Yeah. Bands I dislike. Oh, here we go. In the in this moment, <laughs> Volbeat, which is kind of probably the hip, that the the better of all those bands, and that's arguably because yeah. I know you don't really like. Them no, I know much. you like the early stuff. The first three albums, uh, Hailstorm. Well, honestly, then, I probably listen to rather listen to Hailstorm than his like list. What's that? I probably would rather listen to Hailstorm than his like list. Just uh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> now this other guy, Three Days Grace. <laughs> Skillet. Do they not know what metal is? I don't think so, dude. I, the, the, so, okay. Not that we're trying to be super snobbish Elitist, about it, well, kind of. but you guys need to fucking open up your minds and other... There's other music Are out there. Are any of these... Like, some of these bands even still doing anything? Like, oh, dude. Grace? They write the same fucking shit over, dude. And they keep making and, money. And it's on Kelly Q. That's why I fucking uh, hate Kelly Q, man. Yeah, Skillet. Oh. I know Skillet's always on there. I always associate Kelly Q with Skillet. And they always sound like a mix of like... Nickelback. For those of you that don't know, Kelly Q's our local rock station here in El Paso. Yeah. And, I mean, it's always the same shit, dude. They all sound, I'm telling you, they all sound like, uh, like Nickelback. They always have yeah. that same voice. <laughs> yeah. They all have that same voice. Never made his one. Exactly, Sorry, I want to get dude. us a copyright click. Oh, my God. <laughs> he sounds too much like the Careful guy. there, dude. Chad Kroger. He's got him <laughs> on the episode. It's fucking Canadian. He likes, De- he likes Devin, though. It's cool. Devin likes him. Oh, you think it's, it's, it's not mutual? Oh, no. I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just... Yo, no. Devin likes him. Yeah. I'm just... Because <laughs> he's like, I don't, who's this Devin fella? No, because like, like... That's funny because like, uh, apparently he's the one that convinced Devin to stay to keep it prog, dude. No shit. Apparently, like, they, they had a conversation, you know, uh, this is, I guess, before he started writing Empath. And uh, and don't quote me on this. This is all just hearsay that I heard reading on the internet. But apparently yeah. that um, Devin was on the verge of just going pop. Like he thought, I should just make a pop album and make some money. Yeah. And apparently Ch- uh, Chad Kroger, the Nickelback guy, told him, I think that's a bad idea. I really think you should do what you want to do. Because I think that's what, give, the fact that you built yourself upon that, that gives you that freedom. Yeah. You know, to do what you want to do. And apparently that motivated him to... Give us empath. Like nice. he, he could empath is fucking weird, man. Yeah. So yeah, no, that that's I mean, cool. Like, like no one's saying these guys are bad people. I'm sure they're great. Well, yeah. some of them. But like that being said, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame. It really is. It's there's so much out there that that's why kind of what motivated us to do this episode is that there's so much out there that yeah. doesn't get really spoken to, and it's a shame. I mean. It's you could listen to these bands till the day you die, and I guess I mean I guess if you're happy, cool, but. You know? I, I feel like the, uh, the, and the again the problem comes down to it again 
Hey, show me some kick-ass metal bands and metal albums. Uh, no, bitch. Look for it yourself, dude. Yeah. Fucking look for it. That was li- literally one of the posts today. Today, yep. Show me some badass metal bands and albums. Dude, look for it your fucking self. Stop being a selfish prick, dude. And the reason I, that I get upset about that is like, you're all these people throw so much at them. Did you see? I kind of glanced at it a little Dude, it's like all over the place. Yeah. And what are the chances this person's going to even like half of those bands that are there? I mean, it's probably not even possible. At the end possible. of the day, you have your tastes. I mean, but even then, there's, there's um, decent bands that kind of fit in any caliber, you know what I mean? Like, some of the bands we're going to talk about tonight, I mean, they're um, they're all over the place. Yeah, they are. You know, there's people from different locks of life and different tastes that will probably have, there'll be something for them. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's going to be something for them. Some of them are more easier to listen to than others, and some yeah. of them are pretty fucking heavy. And yeah. Just whatever. So, yeah. Love um, those love. I love our, I think we should keep doing this, our weekly yeah. Facebook uh, heavy metal check-in with the Facebook group. It's interesting in that it's a good social experiment. Yeah, it very is. And I remember thinking, like, guys, change it up, man. Mm-hmm. Change it up. Change it up. Listen to some to other To be bands. fair, the, uh, the, 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 the Slipknot and the Tool Post have died down a bit. Yeah, it's some the- other asshole, though, was like, hey, did you, uh, Tool, Tool's finally on Spotify. And then some dude's like, dude, you're 30 days late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, we moved on. Yeah. Numb nuts. So, uh, really quick, I wanted to point out uh, actually a very good tour. Uh, it's Obituary, Abath. Oh, shit. And Midnight. Midnight is a fucking awesome. Now, that uh, that's who Venom would like to be. <laughs> because these guys are fucking just mixed. Uh, it's like. Black metal, punk, just a mix of everything. Oh wow! Uh, and it's kind of, kind of thrashy, kind of it moves, it moves, it moves along, it moves along very quickly. I'm not familiar with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Midnight, Midnight are fucking great. Nice. They're good. Like if you know if you're driving, it's good, some good driving music. Fuck yeah, it sounds like it. They're, they're not gonna hit anywhere around here. But still, if you're out, you know. Uh, well, they are. They're gonna hit Albuquerque, but that's, that's... on my birthday. But it's on a Tuesday, so Oof. can't go there. I gotta work. Gotta, be, um, gotta pay them bills. Gotta pay them bills. So if you guys know, catch that tour, obituary, Avath, and midnight. You'll yeah, you're gonna have one fucking great night. I can tell you that for sure. For sure. Um, and so I know I, this is kind of weird, but on our agenda, I put Corpse Grinder as a freaking cool dude. <laughs> but like, like he had a. I guess it was in Tampa. You know, they're in mm-hmm. Florida, and I guess it was like he's not on tour or anything. He's just chilling at home. And there's these pictures with, like, Nergal and all these people from Behemoth and um, who else? Um, I think it's Michael from Volbeat. They're, like, just hanging out. Okay. They're just chilling. <laughs> like, and it's, it must be so fucking cool that he's, like, you know, they're going to ask him, where's your VIP? I'm Corpse Grinder. I don't, I don't have a VIP. Like, he just walks in and he's like, I'm fucking VIP, bitch. Like, he just walks in everywhere. Can you imagine just he's being... death metal alumni, dude. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you let his ass go in wherever the fuck he wants, dude. Fucking A, dude. So, I thought that was pretty funny. Like, he's just taking pictures of people. And, that's cool. You know? Yeah, he's, uh, he's always seems like everyone that's met him Yeah, always say good things about Corpse Yeah, Rider. And he was walking around... And that 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 festival, not that festival, but that day when those bands were playing, yeah. and fans were taking pictures with him, 
and I saw him on, on Instagram. It was pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, that's how I'm like, he's such a fucking great guy. We've talked about him when before. When Cannibal Corpse came to El Paso, I think they went to the Mulligans. Yeah. After the show. Like, well, they record in Sonic Ranch. They recorded a couple albums. Mm. Uh, um, at Sonic Ranch in Tordillo. Yeah. Which is, that's like about less than an hour outside of El Paso. Um, Nevermore recorded there. Uh... Spiral Architect. Oh shit! They recorded there. That one fucking guys are crazy. A little too much for some people. <laughs> just, I remember I showed you like, I wait. It's uh, that's having It's intense. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, intense. Dude. It is, dude. So much going on. Um, so there's a lot of bands recording in, in Torneo. It's Sonic Ranch. Good is quiet legit. place away from everything. Yeah. yeah, I think the Razors recorded there too. The Pissing Razors. Makes sense. Yeah. So we've come down. Oof. Two. The best of 1987. Yeah. So this is our Desert Island game, guys. There's 10 bands, 10 albums. And we're going to go first. Uh, we're going to have to choose one. And to be to be sure, man, this is a... You want to read them are, off? These are all great albums. Yes. So first one, Candlemas, Nightfall. Overkill, Taking Over. Napalm Death, Scum. Mm -hmm. Celtic Frost, Into the Pandemonium. Halloween, Keeper of the Seven Keys, Part 1. Death, Scream Bloody Gore. The debut. Scream Bloody Gore. Bathory, Under the Sign of the Black Mark. Fucking excellent. Anthrax, Among the Living. Testament, The Legacy, debut album. And then the awesome King Diamond, Abigail Adams. Uh, Abigail, uh, their album there. So, it's quite a it's quite a fucking list we have here. It is, dude. Um, I mean, so we'll start where we left off here. So, King Diamond, Abigail is like, arguably one of his best albums. Yes. Um... Testament to Legacy. Early Testament's cool, man. Uh, I, I mean, test, uh, with Chuck Billy and everything, like, I mean, they kind of went through a lot of transformations over their career. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they went from, you know, yeah, a pretty uh, classic style, you know, thrash uh, style band when they first debuted. and um, They just got heavier, dude. They did, dude. Yeah, because like the mid to late 90s Testament's like straight up death metal. He's just growling and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's fucking cool. Um, Anthrax. I like Anthrax. I'm not, I've never been like super diehard on them. I know you like them a good deal. I love them, yes. Yeah. Um, fucking Bathory. <laughs> fucking. Rhett Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's the same logo. Shit, you're yeah. right. <laughs> fucking Death. <laughs> Scream Bloody Gore. This is uh, before they went proggy. This is more uh, just a straight badass fucking. Straightforward death metal. Death metal album, dude. Fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, Keeper of the Seven Keys, part one. Again, arguably, pro uh, you know, uh, from Germany, Halloween. Yeah. Probably one of their best. Yep. Arguably one of their best albums they've ever done. It's yeah. it stands the test of time. It really does. Uh, Halloween's a very they're timeless, dude. They're, yeah, I mean you hear like if you hear I mean yeah they're from the eighties and shit. You hear their shit nowadays. It sounds like modern uh, fucking power metal. It's and you listen great. to like uh, a lot of or I talk to a lot of people from like let's say Mexico yeah or South America and those that shit's just oh, they're always gonna love Halloween. No they love power metal out there. Yeah, dude. they really especially do, especially South America. Yeah. 
they have their fucking Angra and yeah they that's like that's the shit for them dude yeah uh Napalm Death Scum um again I think it's their debut album I think um, so. yeah this was back when they were just straight up grindcore like think about the Guinness this, this album has uh the Guinness book holding for the shortest uh, music track ever yeah um Overkill yeah. taking over Another fucking badass thrash band. Just over one song. So one minute. No, one second. Just over one second. You yeah. suck. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just like a... <gasps> that's yeah. weird, man. Um, it's kind of funny that that's even a thing. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to go, honestly, with Halloween. Okay. It was kind of hard. I was like, I was kind of jumping between Death, Halloween, yeah. um, fucking Bratlord, yeah. <laughs> um, and fucking uh, <laughs> Abigail. I was kind of jumping between those three because those are all really good... Very, they're albums that I actually have memories tied to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, um. Shout out, shouts out to our boy Fabian. He's actually the one that got me into Halloween. Nice. Uh, well, years ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Many drunken nights jamming out to fucking, to 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 fucking Halloween and, um. I've, I want to I want to say this is probably like the first album that I actually heard from them. I want to say, because it's kind of the go to album for people who want to sh- like yeah. want to hear check this shit out. Yeah. Um. Fucking um, Michael Kiske, yeah. one of the best uh, power vocalists ever. Um, you can catch him on the the Avantage album I talked about last week. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Keeper of the Seven Keys, man. So that's an excellent choice. I'm curious about you, dude, because you're a huge Deathhead. I am. Um, you're looking at it right now. You're thinking about it. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So. But much before, much, much less, like, before I, I, I bought that album, yeah. that Scream Bloody Gore, I bought Among the Living from my, from Anthrax. So there's a little bit of emotional tie yeah. there as well. And there's, like, a bit with Nightfall from Candlemas. I'm not, and, you know, the reason I didn't mention Candlemas because much to my disdain, I don't. I'm not super familiar with them, but you told me they're really good. Um, early, slow, early doom. chugging doom metal. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's like more of like that old school doom metal where you just let it fucking ride. With fucking chords ringing. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking great, man. They do have they have a lot of. I'll tell you right now. I'll probably check them out now. Yeah, so. but, but <laughs> in good taste. Uh, and so, I'm stuck between Anthrax and Death. Mm. Um, even though all the albums that we said, they're all fucking good in their yeah, own right. Yeah. There's not one problem about it. Sure, again, shout out to Loudwire for putting together one yeah. hell of a list. Yeah. It's a really good fucking list. Um, fuck. <laughs> um, I think it's the first time you've been stumped on the desert. Yeah. Usually you already I'm know what you're going to pick. I know, dude. I'm stuck on Last this Last week one. you were like, oh, I already know. Yeah. You know this week I know. Already. You were like, <laughs> took you a while to figure it out. Because... Sometimes you don't show them to me until I get here because yeah. you want me to be unprepared. Like, oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Um, I think uh, I'd be happy with Anthrax Among the Living. Okay. Um, it's it's it, it really is a diverse album and it's a lot of, all, all over the place. There's all kinds of songs, uh, and not only that, I mean you have like these classic songs like already there, like. Uh, Karnamash or Indians. I've heard Karnamash. Uh, That's a good one. Uh, Among the Living. Uh, NFL. I Am the Law. That's a fucking great Judge Dredd, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm the law. Yeah. It's fucking bad, dude. Um, 
He broke the law. It's uh, sorry, I'm thinking of Salone. Yeah, he's all fucking. He's a little weird. Fucking Dedra, it's cool. He had a weird little uh, stroke thing that <laughs> fucked up his mouth. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, my yeah, my choice would be Anthrax Among the Living. Is is that partially? Is that also in part because there's like some fond memories tied to the music? Yeah. That would be right. That's the. Uh, that's that's kind of what pushed yeah. me because I mean I remember, fucking, you know, again I'm gonna be 37. I've been drinking for a while now, but I remember. Um, you know, young adult, you know, listening to this shit and fucking making screwdrivers and shit, you know, because that's <laughs> all we could do, man, buy some yeah. cheap McCormick vodka and yeah. some fucking Donald Duck orange juice and we just fucking yeah, yeah. make some screwdrivers, dude, and fucking kill that fucking jug of vodka for the night, it's over. And listen to metal. Yeah, but listen to metal and I remember fucking pl- listening to this shit, fucking just drunk, chilling on the couch, yeah, smoking a cigarette, listening to this and just, just good times, dude. Nice. Really good, really good memories. It sounds like it. Oh yeah, man. You know, um, I bought the Anthrax uh, album because I had heard uh, Anthrax the Public Enemy. Bring the noise. Oh, no shit. And I was like... Was that your introduction to Anthrax? Yeah. Really? And so I was like, I want to hear more. Mm -hmm. And I guess word of mouth or whatever I heard. Funny thing, I mean, say what you will about that track. It's heavy. It's fucking heavy as fuck, dude. fucking playing on that, the guitars and that. Yeah, the drums. The drums, everything about it. Um, Yeah, it's a fucking great... It's a great, yeah. It's a great fucking song, dude. Um, but yeah, because of that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna seek out more of them, and I, I ended up going with Among yeah, the Living. I mean, and then they, you know, they're one of the big four. They're one of the most heavily, highly regarded um, uh, thrash bands out there. Yeah. In existence. I mean, I mean they, they 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 share they share space with Slayer, right. Metallica, and, and I know that they always they always. You know, maybe play around, and they're not taking they don't take everything seriously. Yeah, that's good though. Which is good. Yeah, I feel like metal should also be fun, dude. Like yeah. it shouldn't always be fucking death and despair. Sure, it's fun, but that's yeah. fun too, I guess. I, I didn't tell you, huh? What's that? I got a random Facebook message today, or okay. not today, uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Where um, guy who remained nameless. I don't know if he follows our podcast, but I have him on Facebook, obviously. Okay. Um, he's a metalhead, and he listens to good shit. But um, he shared me a video, no context at all. Okay. Of a man, I guess like the cartels got him. Yeah. So it's like it's a gore video. Yeah. Cartels got him, I guess, and um, there were dogs feeding on him, <laughs> and they're feeding on his penis ah, exclusively. Ah. So I'm assuming they put something on there to yeah. make them go for it. Yeah. But that guy had no dick. It was uh, just a bloody stump, and yeah, the, the they look pretty real, dude. The dogs were pulling at his fucking skin. And ah. shit. Because you know how they tear it, so like yeah. skin hanging, they're like dogs like licking it up and like. Was he tied up? Or yeah, what? he had his arms behind. Uh, he was naked with his arms behind his back, and yeah. the guy he's all screaming and shit. And the fucking dude, like I think, tells him shit in Spanish and yeah. stuffs uh, like a shirt in his mouth. Yeah, while he's screaming. But yeah, dude. Damn. It's, yeah, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but I feel it was worth sharing. That was uh, and I remember my only reply to him was fucking why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, don't get me wrong like I love horror movies and I love you know I like gore and I like violent video games and I listen to death metal and black metal and right. I, you know uh, not when it's real people though it's, I don't know I'm not there I'm not, I'm not that deluded sadistic I'm not that deluded I mean yeah. watching a real person get mutilated isn't pleasurable to me 
Like, mm, I mean, okay. we've we've seen plenty of videos like that before. But... Uh, morbid curiosity, if anything. Right, but uh, <laughs> to just... He just randomly sent it, and I forgot what his reply was. I just, like, laughed. I'm like, dude, this is too much even for me, man. That's why yeah. I told him, like, don't send me this shit. <laughs> it's yeah, weird. I've, I've I don't work in it. That shit comes up, you know? I've been sent... Yeah, I've been sent shit like that before. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... They assume you're, 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 like, oh, well, what is metal? this? Yeah, right. What is this? And then they just start looking. And the thumbnail doesn't really give you a clear view of what it is. I click no. it and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then by your curiosity, you'd like, you have to look. <laughs> I watched about half of it. It's like two minutes long. Yeah. I watched about a minute of man's penis getting eaten by a dog. Oh. Yep. So Blech. check that off the old bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a hell of a desert island, dude. That um, was, um, I mean, it's a good for one. a lot of people... It might be easier to go one way or another, whatever. Like, for me, it could have easily just been... Uh, it could have easily been death. But again, we have, you know, some ties to other albums that are just as important. And, I mean, like, no, 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 no denying that Scream Bloody Gore is a great album, because yeah. it is. Yeah. But I don't... When I think of death, I don't think of that album. If I'm being honest with you. And you know what's funny? Is that there are purists who... Think about it. Who are probably ten times more snobby than us? Yeah, they, they just like Scream Bloody Gore and who, Leprosy. Who only listen to Scream Bloody Gore, Leprosy, and their demos, and that's it. And they don't go to like they don't spiritual go anything. healing or no, anything beyond that. Probably, they may be spiritual healing. That's like the last death metal album. Death, did. Yeah, and so there are a lot of people out there who dislike Catatonia. I mean, didn't I give you a spiritual healing shirt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people who dislike. Catatonia's change and uh, Anathema's change, and that's fine. Uh, there's a lot of bands who like all those changes. I mean, just like people who like Opeth's change, and we hate it. It's just yeah, it's the same thing. It's whatever, however it affects you. However, that was just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wrong. That is not acceptable. That is just wrong. God, draw the line. So that album's gonna come out pretty soon. I think uh, a couple weeks. I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna drop like it's hot. The hottest album of 2018. <laughs> Arguably, I'm just joking. I mean, I'm still kind of hopeful, uh, but I'm not like. It's coming up, man. This month is the, so honestly, September's flying through, already flying by. I know. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll have a review of uh, Opeth's latest offering soon. No. Also, hopefully, uh, we'll either be talking about it for years to come, or we'll go back to putting Opeth back in the closet where we don't talk about him for yeah. all, for a long time after this. We'll put baby in the corner. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, also, there's a train. I think, yeah, I'm cute. Uh, right on time. We're, we were uh, planning a trip. Yeah, we're uh, in um, the planning phases of going to Tempe, Tempe, Arizona uh, yeah. to check out Amorphous. And Annika Van Giersbergen mm-hmm. and Delane, which they're okay. They're, not, they're all good. They're, I mean, they'll probably be more enjoyable live than listening to it on the phone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> And yeah, I mean, this we're gonna. I'm hoping to try to get. The, I mean, there's a Motel Six nearby the area, and it's actually surrounded by this big fucking park, oh. the Marquee Theater, um, and it's actually by a lake or like a river. And so I was thinking about getting a hotel there, next to the lake, so you can just check it out, have a nice view. Nice view, hell yeah. Uh, I mean. Looking at it, sixty dollars versus one hundred and one hundred and twenty, maybe that'd be the difference in price, probably. 
So we'll talk about that. Some yeah, other time. we'll have to. I mean, we don't have to. Like, we don't have to do that. It'd, be, it'd just be nice to have that. I mean, view. truth be told, that hotel room will be for sleeping. Maybe some other things. You know what I'll do? No, no. You know what I'll do? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm working on uh, getting the uh, the funds together for that. So yeah, me too. Hoping to do that. So now, oh, we're going to our second. Tier, what is it? Not the main event, but the second main event. Is it the appetizer? There's the appetizer, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Prog Notables. Prog Notables is what you called it. Yeah, it just sounds better than Prog <laughs> We're going to kind of do a quick uh, crash course on some uh, some uh, some prog bands that we feel are worth uh, talking about, worth celebrating. That we didn't cover. Pretty much, yeah. Um, we want to but give the devil their due, so to speak. It's not because we didn't cover them because we don't like them. It's just because either we don't have time. Uh, it's we, really, honestly, it's time. Uh, we don't want to talk about prog forever as much as we could. Yeah. I mean, we could honestly probably make a prog podcast, but yeah, no shit. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, um, you know, mostly because we want to try. We want to get through some of the bands that we felt we really need to like go yeah. ad nauseum with, and then there's some that we like. We should do like we we kind of like kicked around the idea of doing episodes for some of these bands, and we're just like, hmm. You know, we decided to just kind of group them all together here. Yeah, the time. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So the first band that I want to talk about is called Evergrey. You guys are probably already familiar with Evergrey. We've mentioned them a few times. If not, uh, they're from Sweden. Uh, the mastermind is Thomas uh, Thomas England. They're he's he's pretty much th- uh, him and um, was it Hendrik? I think maybe it's Tomas and the keyboardist Richard mm-hmm. Zander are the ones that have been there the longest. Or it's besides as Thomas, far as, like founding members go. Yeah, I think Tomas is he's for sure is a founding member. It's, but they had their ups and downs. Look, check this out. They, they they got rid of a lot of different people, man. Yeah, they've had a lot of uh, a lot of changes. And now, unfortunately, my favorite drummer from them was actually Patrick Carlson. Mm-hmm. He was a fucking really good drummer. He. Uh, when I heard Recreation Day, that was it for me, dude. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? And, this, <laughs> and Thomas, man, his vocals are just soulful and just sultry, yeah. sexy and sultry. You know what I mean? Like, he's got some fucking... Evergrey's uh, interesting fucking sound, man, because it's it's heavy, but it's mellow. It's got this nice uh, mix to it. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, very, very full, sultry. Really good word yeah. for it. Really he, good, uh, yeah, man. His and the keyboards are not overly in your face. <laughs> I love that. Not, not. Whoop. They're more. They yeah. add. They add a little flavor to it. They're yeah, like, yeah. It's not like it's, they're not attacking you. Dang. Children, dun, dun, like fucking children. Children bottom. You always think of that when you do your crazy keyboards. <laughs> it's not when I say keyboards. I'm not talking about children at bottom. I know. I know. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so there uh, and his wife actually is. Uh, Karina England, mm-hmm. she does. She's the one who taught Thomas how to sing. Oh, nice! Essentially, like really taught him how to sing. Kind of coached. And him. she comes out in a, uh, some songs and stuff. Then uh, on recreation day, she some comes female out. Female backing flavor. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 and look, if you're gonna start now, they went through a really, really, really rough time. <laughs> so from 2008 to I would say 2014, mm-hmm. that was like the no-no zone for me. I think so. A torn. Glorious Collision and Hymns for the Broken. Not recommended. Uh, don't start there. I would heavily, I mean, I mean, strongly suggest start with Recreation Day. Yeah. The Inner Circle. 
Monday the, morning apocalypse. I agree, and that's kind of where you recommended me because you yeah. introduced me to them, and yeah. um, you recommended that I start with the two thousands yeah. albums and yeah. stop and at that at um. <clears throat> I stop. Yeah, stop at torn. Yeah, but yeah, because um, yeah, that was kind of where they kind of hit their stride, I guess, in yeah. a way. With this, people started leaving, dude. Yeah, either he, they parted ways or they just fucking straight up quit. Uh, but that's when things started changing for the band musically or, uh, and with members. And I think one of my all, more like did one of the best albums they've done is "In Search of Truth," and by far, mm-hmm. fucking amazing. It's for some reason, they like to do this like UFO conspiracy theory type shit thing. So a little weird, considering the music's so badass. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, um, well, why why does that mean it has to be bad? No, no, it's just, <laughs> it's just strange because you would think it'd be nerdy, yeah. but it's not. Yeah, it's Prague like, is nerdy in general, dude. I suppose <laughs> it's just weird. Mm-hmm. And and of course, the latest, The Atlantic. Yes, very good album. It's a fucking amazing album. Very return to form. It's and really good. the Storm Within was yeah. the beginning of the, back to form. Back to back on track. Yeah, so they're I think they're right back on track. I fucked up. I fucked up in terms of financials, and I couldn't get to see them this past week on Monday, Labor Day. Yeah. Or I would have seen them in Dallas at the Gas Monkey Bar and Grill. So that kind of sucks. You could have had a hamburger and watched Evergreen. I would, I would maybe talk to Richard, you know, and buy a car or some shit from him. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah, there's always next. Could always, yeah. This is next time. <laughs> now, here's what uh, the second band. Uh, I don't know if you want to. Well, I'll go off on this. one. Yeah, this one's gonna be more your show because yeah. I'm not okay. I'm gonna preface. <laughs> um, I don't hate them. Um, I. There's a lot of talent, and musically speaking, it's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, they just, for some reason, I didn't find equal footing for them, for me. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't find my place, but I'll let you take it. Yeah, so, really, this is, like, the brainchild, or, and it, I mean, it was at one point, uh, Neil Morris, keyboards and vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been all over the place. Um, I believe... You want to see the band's name? Uh, Spock's beard. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Carried away with the preface. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but let me say, fucking cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Spock's beard. I'm like, does Spock even have a beard? Yeah. Well, <laughs> now he does. Apparently. So you know, uh, Neil Morris. He's been around. He's. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to see which is like some of his more. Some of the more notable. notable yeah. Contributions. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, apparently he's done. Oh no, never mind. He didn't do work with those guys. What's funny is, um, let's see, he did some with Mike Portnoy here on March twenty sixth, twenty twelve. He released first album of the newly formed band Flying Colors. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Look, they did a uh, Transatlantic. Oh no shit! Yeah. Hey, cool. They did Transatlantic. Fuck yeah! I forgot about that. Always love Super Rips, dude. Yeah. So. All, all I'm saying is that these guys have a really good pedigree. They have a lot of fucking stuff going The talent on. is there, dude. Yeah. Like, the music is very, very complex. A lot of change-ups, a lot yeah. of shake-ups. No, it's not, it's not uh, prog metal. No, not at all. By any means. And that's what I... You know what? I, that's what I... I don't know why, but I guess the name and the artwork and everything... And the being titles, on Inside Out. Yes, I kind of felt that I was expecting some metal in there. Yeah. And that's maybe why I was not... I don't want to say disappointed, but just, right. like, yeah, I was looking for, I guess, for it to, like... 
get crunchy or something. And it just never does. And, yeah. But yeah, it is, again, don't, that is not a, a slide against. Right. I, I was like, my reaction was, and not grabbing me, but it's musically yeah. very good. Yeah, you never once said anything negative. No. You're it's just. musically very good, though. Yeah. So, I mean, so, okay. So it's Alan Moore, Alan and Neil Morris. Uh, we have, at least now, the, there's been such a big change right now. Yeah. But I wanted to iterate here, or just state really quick. That their first six albums were on Prague Report's top 50 Prague albums from 1990 to 2015. Wow. And two of them in the top 10. Snow being one of them that I recommend and The Light. So these guys have been around for quite a bit of time and they've, they've done lots of albums. Right now... Yeah, they have, they have. When I was going through their catalog, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, so right now apparently... There. This is the current lineup with Alan Morris, Dave Miros, Royo Okumoto, and Ted Leonard. Uh, and so you could draw uh, maybe comparisons or influences from Yes, Genesis, Gentle Giant, uh, which is why we're saying they're not 100% metal, but they're yeah. still progressive rock. Absolutely. Uh, and I'll take this over Taylor Swift any fucking day. Oh, amen. Yeah. Now, here's another great band. You take this one. Uh, yes, uh, I will. Um, Hawken. Uh, Hawken, um, very much, almost kind of avant-garde in a way. Mm-hmm. A little weird. Um, the, they kind of rub off, they kind of rub that uh, Dream Theater itch for me a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really fucking good. Very uh, epic as fuck. Uh, long t- uh, long-ass songs. A lot of change-ups. Um, there's times where the music gets a little fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Hawking is really good. Um, the last album they came out with, which I believe is Vector. Yeah. Really fucking solid listen. I've been listening to that occasionally uh, over the course of the year. It came out, I want to say 2017. 18. 18. Oh, shit. Close oh. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think for their... What they're a consistent uh, band. I mean, yeah. um, all their albums are really solid. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I'm, I'm a new fan. I only got into them this year. But, um, yeah, uh, really, really awesome. Um, let's see. I would recommend Start With The Mountain. The, yes. The Mountain, and then from The Mountain up now, like The Mountain, Affinity, and Vector are really yeah, good albums. Yeah, they're all fucking great. The Mountain's the one that gets a little avant-garde at times. Yeah, that, yeah, that one is. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's uh, who's the main dude there? Uh, let's see, vocalist we got Ross Jennings, and then on the guitars and also keyboards and backing vocals, what a busy fucking bee! Yeah, uh, Richard should. Henshaw, uh, Raymond, uh, I don't know how you pronounce that last Hearn? name, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, probably he. How say it? Hearn, probably. <laughs> so it's R N E. Yeah, yeah. Drums, uh, backing vocals as well, and the fucking tuba. <laughs> Good, Again, nice, I nice did show. say they're a little fucking weird. Um, we have uh, Charles Griffin's uh, guitar backing vocals and uh, Diego Tejeda, 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 yeah. on keyboards and backing vocals. And lastly, Connor Green bass backing vocals. I have one thing I want to note is that they all do vocals. Yeah, they all contribute vocals. Yeah, they all sing and they can do a mm, lot of harmonies and all that fun stuff. Uh, Hawkins really good. They are uh, progressive metal. They yeah. are they are heavy. Um, so they are they are one they're, of the heavier offerings on this list, and they're English too, UK, London. Hell yeah! By the way, I wanted to say thanks to a lot of peeps mm. out there in the UK. 
Nah, no shit. Uh, we've been getting a lot of listens uh, from people in Epsom, uh, Wigan, and Aberdeen. I want to say thank you for everybody listening to us in the UK. Um, I, yeah, the fact that we get that far out there is, yeah. is amazing. Uh, for right now, you know, people here. in Norway, Brazil, Sweden, Canada, in India, <laughs> really. Uh, I want to thank all of you guys too, and I, I mean, I've, obviously, I want to really thank everyone too here in the U.S. Yes, for still the bulk to of us. our bulk of our listens are still in the states. Yeah, so but um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, for us, kind of grassroots uh, advertising our little our little show here with silly memes and jokes and stuff. We, yeah. like, we like to have fun, dude. Yeah. We like to be stupid. But um, you know, uh, definitely look us up. You know, and again, if you just happen to stumble upon this episode. Uh, check us out, um, That Metal Podcast. Um, we're on everything. We're on, what, iTunes? So, one of the coolest things I wanted to mention. Thank Go you for, for bringing that up. Of course. We, I officially, uh, I, I don't know if we were in, like, YouTube jail or something. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was able to... I told to, you those clips were a bad idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was able to put us back on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So uh, this episode will appear on YouTube. Yeah, buddy. Um and then uh, going forward I'll We are on Twitter. Twitter. We are on iTunes, uh, Radio Public, Spotify, uh, pretty are, much all the main uh, Google Podcasts. All the main uh, podcast vectors where you can get podcasts yeah. from. So when you got, you know, take a breather from um, the uh, Joe Rogan experience, you know, give us you, a listen. That's give us, me. I know, bro. Give us a listen, um, you know, uh, check us out, you know. Yeah, and, and again, if you want us to get to a wider audience, do us a favor and give us a rating, hopefully a positive rating. Preferably. On, yeah, be um, honest, too. On, um, we love feedback. Yeah, on, you know, a good five star. We'd love that. <laughs> Think of it as a dine, dining experience. We try to hit on everything and make it a nice dining experience for everybody. Uh, but really, it's one of the things that there's not a lot of us uh, in terms of, of metal podcasts. There are really not a lot of us doing this right now. There's a couple, and there's one in particular who those guys are off to a fucking fantastic start. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other ones who have 100 episodes plus, and yet they're still not as known, you know what I mean? And so it just depends, man, if you could give us those. And then that's the biggest difference of the two. Yeah. You know, one has, you know... Close to what we have, thirty episodes, some odd episodes, and they have tons of listens. Uh, not well, listens, but um, ratings. ratings. And so they get more, uh, they get a wider audience because, hey, check this out. If you like this, you like this. You know, uh, it's kind of like they they do the I guess what is it the not the formula what is it yeah iTunes figures that shit out yeah it does the algorithms the algorithms there yeah. you go it figures that shit out so that same same way give us yeah, a like definitely. And again, I know, we're, yeah, we are, we're pandering. But that being said, I mean, it's because we, you know, we're not doing this to hear ourselves. I sure as fuck don't. And we're not getting paid for this shit, dude. We do it because we're we doing want it to. because we love fucking music. We, love and we want to share music with everybody. We love, you know, we love laughing, we love joking, and yeah. you know, we love having fun. And music is all about entertainment. Yeah. As Devin Townsend once said, music, it's just entertainment, yeah. folks. But, yeah. You know. In a, <laughs> that being said, I mean, yeah. Um, those of you who have been checking us out, thank you, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's and awesome. again, and and for and tell your friends, dude, tell your friends. Hey, are you listening to just uh, Avenged Sevenfold and all those other bands? Stop. Listen to these other bands. Yeah. Listen to our show, and then you know maybe we're, they'll 
Or go, or go to our website or our yeah. Facebook page and we have playlists there if for you. If you check out one of these bands on this episode and enjoy them, then we did our job, man. Yeah, for sure. You got the next ones. Mm-hmm. Ah, so next up on our happy little list here is the Southern, well, not the, just Southern Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, Australian prog metal band. Um, Australian prog metal band from Australia. Uh-huh. That being said, um, amazing fucking band uh i've met, i've actually mentioned them before yeah a couple times episodes yes um they they're epic as shit oh, uh, yeah. i mean we're talking they do 20 plus minute long songs they're yeah. uh they are they are not for the uninitiated uh they are <laughs> they for are, the prog veterans no they are for the prog veterans they are for <laughs> those got, of you, you those you of need you that you need yeah endurance. dude those of you who think that um fucking um, it's not prog if it doesn't last half an hour. These are the bad. This is the bad for you. There you go. Um, their most recent album, uh, which is uh, Civilization with an S. Um, this right. album, um, fucking came out um, back in uh, back in 2018. Uh, only four fucking songs, but it manages to be about an hour long, yeah. or a little over an hour, should I say? Um, personal favorite tracks of mine on this one is Goliath's Moon, um, The Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two standout tracks. I mean, honestly, the whole thing is fucking great. Yeah. Um, Crash of the Lonely. Yeah. Um, and again, these songs are all very long. It's only four. Remember, four, four songs. songs an hour. But that doesn't mean it's boring. It doesn't mean it's repetitious. No. These songs fucking go places. That's the beauty of, and, of, of Southern Empire, man. Yeah. So for as far as the lineup goes, uh, we have uh, Danny Lepresto. Lepresto. Um, he's got some fucking pipes. And I think that was the first thing I said. Um, he also plays a uh, lead guitar as well. But yeah, but, you you recognize you not recognize, but you like that's what comes up is the vocals. His vocals are fucking sharp, dude. Yeah, he's got he hits some fucking notes. It's fucking yeah. amazing and it's powerful. Yeah, he's got he can carry it, man. Um, next on uh, also uh, guitar and backing vocals is Cam uh, Blockland. Uh, we have uh, Brody Green on drums and vocals as well. Uh, Jez Martin bass and vocals, and lastly uh, Sean Timms. He does a lot. Uh, keyboards, vocals, uh, saxophone, nice. and he does a lap steel guitar as well. Yeah. Uh, I think, and I was telling you earlier, yeah. that I feel like these guys also like my boys Kansas. Yeah. Because I've, there's a lot of times where you hear these, uh, you know, not, I don't know, segues or parts that are coming in, and it sounds like a fucking Kansas song. Yeah. And it, especially him singing... And and the, there's like violins and whatnot. There's string instrument. There's some sort of string instrument. Yeah, instrument. there's a lot of strings. And and uh, it's funny because like when you first hear this album, it's not their new. It's not their uh, only album. There's another album that came out. It's a little more accessible. It, it's still really good. It's it. Their sound hasn't changed much from one album to the next. Uh, but uh, what I always liked is like so. I remember that my first impression when I heard this band. I uh, heard Goliath's Moon. Yeah. And it starts off with this funky, fucking uh, funky, almost silly sounding bass line. Yeah. It's like very, yeah, yeah. It's like, mm, yeah. okay. And then he's singing about fucking diamonds and shit, and I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know about this. But then as it as the song progresses, because it's a ten minute song, yeah. As the song progresses, it fucking goes places. And this, this these songs are that, dude. They take you places. It's a fucking journey. This album. Yeah, and um, I wanted to say also. I mean, we already we haven't stated uh, if you're. You know, definitely fans of Dream Theater, IQ, and and uh, Transatlantic, Stephen Wilson, Carnival, Carnival, Double O. 
Uh, this is right up your alley. Crack! Yeah. Can I get one? No. What are these? Whatever, you sound like, it's like a drink and a half. This doesn't last long, dude. Oh, by the way, so we're still at our, our, our Mexican beer phase. Yeah, we're doing some Coronas and some Modelos Especial. Uh, so... Tallies. Yeah, and I think in the, the newest uh, Instagram post, mm-hmm. I tagged... Uh, not tagged, but... Uh, hashtag Corona. Yeah. So... <laughs> Try to get some endorsement. Yeah, fuck Maybe they'll send us some beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll it. drink your shit! Mexican beers. We got some limes on the table here. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so one of the ideas that uh, you guys maybe can let us know, but really let us know, really, and, and sometimes we get random messages or uh, emails about player guys music and getting, whatnot. Getting their dogs dicky. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but something we don't get. We get questions, but sometimes it's like the same shit over and over. Yeah. And it's like, you know, why don't you like these guys? Why don't you like those guys? And it's like, whatever, dude. After a while, I don't want to explain it anymore. <laughs> uh, what's the point, right? <laughs> no shit. But one of the ideas that we were kicking around, and we need input from you guys, like, a huevo, we need, like, for sure, we need in- input from you guys, is recording live. Uh, not recording live, but recording and putting up video, on, A video podcast. A video podcast Basically, of what we're doing. We'll still do the audio versions and everything, but we'll also do, um, like, a flick footage of just our fat asses sitting on the chairs here. Yeah. Talking, drinking. Talking, drinking. We'll do gestures. We'll yeah. do, throw some horns. Yeah. You I know. was thinking, yeah. And so I was thinking, uh, I'm going to try to look into that logistically, how we can set that up. Yeah. And then, uh, hopefully, if we get it rolling, uh, within the next few episodes, we'll probably do that. Something that we can try and definitely fuck yeah. around with. But the for sure, I want to do it for... For YouTube, because it's video, it's video instead of it. Because all, all besides that, if you, if you, I don't know if some of you have seen the videos on YouTube, it's just the cover of that little podcast. Yeah, uh, the page. It's just a picture of uh, of the concert. Yeah, um, and so it would be cool to just have you know us talking and being stupid and farting around, you know. <laughs> For and sure. So. That'd be fucking great. Hell to the yeah, sir. Moving on. So, moving on from Southern Empire, we have Pain of Salvation. Oh, yes. Now, Pain of Salvation is another... Um, uh, a little strange. The progressive... Swedish progressive metal. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <laughs> influenced by the Beatles, Faith No More, Jeff Buckley, and Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical. So, they, they do... Put a lot of other genres in their music. There's a lot of variety in their music, yeah. though, to be fair. I mean, uh, it is reflected in the music. So, I want to say right away that um, my introduction, I think, was Remedy Lane. It mm-hmm. really was. And B. So, it was within the 2003, 2004 era uh, years that really hit home for me. That I enjoy very much. So, Daniel Gilden, Gilden Lowe is really the mastermind behind these guys. He plays vocals, guitars, lute, mandolin, bass, keyboards, piano, sampling. He does drums. He does percussion. And apparently he's been doing this since 1984. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gustav Helm. Um, Helm, yeah. Played bass. Good enough. 
<laughs> and sometimes double bass. We're probably practicing things before we go on the air. Heim, Heim, Heim. Sorry, guys. Heimlich. Johan Hallgren. See, that was much easier. Mm-hmm. Johan. Uh, guitar, vocals, and mandolin. Leo, Margaret. Drums, vocals, and Daniel Carlson, keyboard, percussion, bass, backing vocals. Now, I think Daniel uh, is very interesting because I think he might have played in some other things. Yeah, so we're talking about Transatlantic. Uh, he was. He also played. I'm trying to remember. He played in another band, dude. Let's see. Uh, the Flower Kings which is another prog rock band Yaw Yar. so he lends his voice on the track Repentance on Dream Theater's album Systematic Chaos ah hey, here we go well you know what yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that because that song is like um, it's got a part in the middle where it's a bunch of people apologizing for things okay. so he's probably one of those okay uh, he also came out in uh, Arion Zero One Zero one one zero zero one. That album is fucking amazing, by the way. Uh, yeah, did did Transatlantic. So he's he's got a little bit of his hand in, in, in the prog world, definitely for sure. Man, he definitely is uh, fucking invested, man. But I I know a lot of people, and I think Aldo is one of them who really fucking loves Pain of Salvation. Uh, there are a lot of people. Who, Aldo was my was the original death fan that I met before you. Because yeah. I've known Aldo longer than you. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's the original death head <laughs> that I knew. Yeah, but Aldo's a fucking Eagles fan, so fuck him! Ah! Does he listen to this? We're going to make him. I have no idea, but We're he should. fucking make him. So, I want to tell you, my apologies for Thursday's game. Uh, <laughs> I was rooting... For the Bears so oh, hard. God damn it. Uh, Why'd you bring this up? Because I was rooting for them so hard. So was I. And, I mean, I was like, start off fucking strong. Like, yeah, they got Rodgers' stupid fucking face. Like, stupid mustache. Fucking prick in his dumbass eyes. Why is that going shave that shit off? Of yeah, me? I fucking hate him, guys. <laughs> if you didn't notice already. I hate him and I hate Joe Buck. So. Yeah, um, man. That game... Um, that was disappointing. Yeah, and I know... Especially we, the uh, the fucking uh, penalty salad. Um, oh my god, at the end. Fucking yeah. first and 40. The fuck is that Dude, shit? Dude, that was ridiculous, I was man. so mad. I, at that point, I was almost ready to just turn off. I yeah. was so mad. No, I know. I was very, very I'd salty. be the same way, man. I stuck to the very end, and then he throws that pick. Even, even, th- even after that pick, they still had another chance. They could have, man. But, but they, I think when that happened, the, the, the team's morale just look, tanked. Look, this is what I told you earlier, or when I was texting you during the game. Mm. Don't rush. Why are they throwing passes when they could just have, go back to the same plan you were doing? It's only 10-6 to 6 at that point. Or, or 10-7, no? It was, uh, no, I wish. It was... Uh, 10-3. It was 10-3. to 3. What they, so, what they could have done was they could have gotten the touchdown and they could have either tied it or they could have... No, no, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. They didn't need to fucking be in a rush. They didn't need to worry. There's no need to worry. It's just tie the game. That's it, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Do it in but why are you trying to throw fucking passes where you don't need to be throwing passes? Yeah, well, yeah, that pick shouldn't have happened. No. That should have been... By the way, Trubisky looks exactly... Not exactly, but he could be Phil Anselmo's brother, dude. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> like a really, like a kid version of him? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I can For see real. That. 
playing with his dick on stage and shit, you know what I mean? During the game. <laughs> you know Philip always did that shit. Like, I like how he fucking rounded it back to metal, dude. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, watching the game. Like, well, we'll see. This is still a lot of game. You know, and to be fair, they had a really great, Chicago had a really good season last year, and they started off with a loss. I think, but as well. to be fair, so. it is a division game. Anything can happen in division games, too. Yeah. Let's be fair. Except if you're the Patriots. Because you have a little baby division that no one fucking... That division is fucking... Trash. Trash, dude. If, <laughs> if I want to say, of all the divisions, at least the NFC North and the NFC East where the boys play, mm-hmm. they're, you don't know who the fuck's going to win it. So... Fair, fair. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck the Green Bays. So, my boys, tomorrow... Godspeed. Um, 14-0. Anyway, way. Right. Zeke, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Anyway, way. So specific. I like it. Yes. Now, <laughs> our other band. <laughs> Moving on. Our other band. Moving on to our next band. River, uh, Riverside. Riverside. Now, Riverside are a fucking great, another great fucking band. Uh, these are the ones that, uh, unfortunately, they lost their guitarist, Peter Grudinski, uh, a couple years ago, uh, several years, well, a few years ago. Uh, cardiac <clears throat> arrest. Yes. When, he, when a... he saw the Winery Dogs, uh, Mark Portnoy played in the, in the Winery Dogs, by the way, uh, with Billy Sheehan and... Uh, Richie Cotton. Now, um, these guys uh, came out with the newest album without Grudinski uh, they, last yeah, year. They decided to just continue on as a they trio. They continued as a trio. Yeah. And, I mean, they got session members and touring members. No, sure. big, no big deal. Uh, and they released Wasteland uh, 2018, uh, almost a year ago. Uh, the one, uh, some of the albums that I would recommend are Rapid Eye Movement, uh, Second Life Syndrome. Fuck yeah. And they were on Inside Out. Actually, they're still on Inside Out Records. Yeah. Another... The reason yeah. why we're bringing that Inside Out a lot is because, yeah, they're notably a prog metal record label, record label. that has a, a incredibly... Like, this is just a fucking awesome roster mm-hmm. that they have, really. Um, like, you could... Like, I love buying Inside Out albums because in, in the, when you open up the CD, like, you get this little catalog, little little tiny square like yeah. catalog and it tells you like all these releases and shit it's like fine print yeah it's really cool man which I know I'm uh, go off topic again but yeah. I think I'm gonna start collecting CDs again remember I told you yeah you're telling me that, that's uh, what I say that was a, that's a noble. Noble, noble pursuit <laughs> <laughs> well it's cause like I was thinking about it cause I found you've gotten complacent with the streaming and all that oh yeah this. so I found this one that I was telling you about oh fucking Nightingale yeah this one my, my favorite Nightingale dude Alive Again Again. The Breathing Shadow, the Breathing Shadow Part 4. Dude, that's the one. And it's a pretty... No, it's in okay condition. It's a rough shape, but it was just play. Let me see. There's surface scratches. It'd be fine. Yeah, that's because it was the it was the, the CD know, player. Put a little... Uh, in the car? Put a little toothpaste in there. It'd be fine. It was a CD player in the car. But because I, I started finding some of my CDs, I looked back in my case, I was thinking, you know what? I'm there's gonna... Digital's convenient, but there's something to be said about physical media. Yeah. Holding something in your hand. Ripping looking the cell, at the, ripping the cellophane off. Yeah. Looking at the fucking inlay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the thanks and whatnot. whatnot. Absolutely. I, the leader dude, notes. Many times, dude, before smartphones were a thing, you know what I would do when I take a shit? I would take a fucking random CD inlay and fucking look at it. Oh, nice. That would read it up, man. Very I'd smart. Fucking, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Some people would, they do the joke of like, back then people would look at shampoo bottles and shit. Newspaper? Newspaper. No, not me, dude. I would literally take out an inlay and see, uh, read this one. I'll fucking go and fucking read the lyrics and shit. Yeah. 
It's fucking cool, man. Unless you're one of those, you know. Sack of shit. If you buy a cool album and you don't get shit in there, it just. Because it's art, dude. Yeah, it's all artsy farty shit. Sorry, bro, you didn't know. So, <laughs> anyways. I thought we were going to bring up Tool this episode. We I know. Fuck, it's still fucked up. Move oh, uh, Mastodon sucks. That too. So, I just wanted to <laughs> say that, yeah, I'm probably going to start collecting. I don't know about vinyl, but I think yeah. I'm going to start collecting vinyl. Because birthday's coming up. I'm going to buy you a fucking Mastodon CD. Yeah, boy. Start your collection, right? Imagine. I get it to uh, become the biggest Mastodon fan. Fucking. You'd probably spin my face if I had it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Kitching Alice is the way. Drive a machete. Drive a machete. Fucking because. the way. Fucking brujeria. Fucking brujeria. Fuck yeah. So, um, if I go vinyl, I'll let you know. Vinyl, I think I would rather go vinyl. Like, if I get back into collecting physical media, because, yeah, unfortunately, I've fallen off on that, too. Yeah. Um, and I lost a lot of my CDs. Well, you know. In, in the great move of 2016. There, there, <laughs> but, there's uh, a dude uh, at the, at the uh, swap, the Bronco. Yeah. The he has a lot of fucking good vinyl, dude. Yeah, and and rare too. I'll be down because you know what? I have a record player at my house actually. I didn't yeah, play, but I do have one. Nice, um, and they're affordable. Uh, five, I, ten, fifteen. It's dollars. my I think it's my old man's, but it, it plays yeah. uh, records, CDs, and tapes. Nice, but uh, yeah, um, it works. Everything works. Yeah, man, it's because it, it, dude, it, once you go down that rabbit hole, man, it sucks, man. That's the problem, man, because you start getting addicted to that shit. Oh, dude, it's like tattoos, right? You just yeah. fucking keep getting more. Yeah, and I, and I see people, like, they buy vinyl, and then they're just going fucking crazy buying stuff. And But, you know, unfortunately, like, here in El Paso, it's rough because it's like, uh, like, I go to the thrift stores, and it's nothing like, it's just like Tijuana Brass. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Herb Alpert's. Tijuana brass and shit like that's, that's fucking funny. That's all. It that's is. fucking funny, dude. <laughs> like that's all. Tijuana brass. Those lonely boys. It's fucking yeah. It sucks, dude. Like, so I'm like, is this sweet? I don't want to fucking collect anymore. So just fucking disheartened. Yeah. So so Riverside. Riverside. Marcias Dura lead vocals. Peter. Peter. Oh man, I'm not gonna destroy your name. But the other Peter, he plays drums. <laughs> and Michael uh, plays keyboards. And these guys are from Poland, Warsaw. Poland. Okay. South Central Poland. Uh, <laughs> Cryptic <laughs> Corridor. So these guys take some heavily influence uh, from... Well, they, they have love for Peter Gabriel, Tangerine Dream, which they're okay. Dead Can Dance. Amazing Dead Cat Dance, very fucking ethereal, just just like that. Sonic Landscapes, man, yeah, just fucking go. great shit. Massive Attacks, another electronic band. Radiohead, uh, I feel like Radiohead is a, a weak version of uh, Porcupine Tree, Stephen Wilson. Yeah. Um, um, that's 4 4 shit. <laughs> um, uh, porcupine, tree, porcupine tree ain't though. That shit's fucking. Yeah, porcupine legit. tree is a shit. So, so like, legit. if you like porcupine tree, Mars Volta, not, not. I I don't see them as proggy, but a Mars lot Volta of is more, a lot of dudes who are to like, they consider them prog, but they're more yeah. they're more avant garde. Yeah. If you really want to, yeah. get the brass get down the brass tax. Yeah. Like so if you if you like Opeth, Dream Theater, Porcupine I mean, Tree, you're gonna like Riverside. Yeah, for absolutely. And um, look. I thought the the first Mars Volta album was fine. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice segment. Come on, slide that in. Here, um, you get this next one. <laughs> what's the next one? Oh, 
I can't read. Okay, so Persephone. Oh, Persephone. So really quick. Persephone. Persephone. Uh, I wanted to say that these guys are northern Spain, southern France. Uh, Something. They're in that weird they're little... They're uh, Andorian? A little armpit of Europe. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, in a good way, guys. In a good way. We love you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Persephone are fucking heavy. And let me tell you something. When I first read the name, I immediately thought of... I don't know if we have any Simpsons fans out there, but Simpsons, The Simpsons is one of my favorite all-time shows growing up. And there's this early season two episode with uh, Danny DeVito playing Homer's brother, and he's a uh, car salesman, <laughs> and he's trying to get the next big car. Yeah. And they, his team of car creators, where the fuck? Yeah. They fucking introduce to him the Persephone. Nice. And he goes in Danny DeVito's voice, Persephone. <laughs> what the hell's a Persephone? <laughs> <laughs> And every when we first uh, showed me Persephone, what the hell is Persephone, when you first showed me fucking Persephone, dude, I was like, that's immediately when I thought that fucking joke. And yeah. then the fucking nerdy guy goes on to explain that Persephone is the Greek goddess of blah blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or some shit. Yeah. And like he goes, yeah, it's just funny. But anyways, Persephone, the band. Um, these guys are they fucking tear it up, man. They're a good, juicy mix of like melodic death metal, progressive metal. Yeah. Um, like they go, you know, they're one of those ones blistering, you know, screams and vol- and growls into yeah. fucking uh, smooth melodic vocals. Yeah. Um, fucking I, blistering, fucking double picking riffs. And I think if you look at the really the good cover art, piano. it's a little deceiving. Uh-huh. Uh I always got the idea when I saw it first that it's gonna be like an athema kind of like. I could see that. Rock and rolly. Kind of looks like um, honestly, if you want to, looks like a monstrosity cover. <laughs> a little bit like that a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit they're definitely um, so Tony Tony Coy bass Carlos Lozano Quint- Quintanilla mm-hmm. guitar Miguel Espinosa keyboards see it's amazing True. to yeah, be bilingual isn't it uh, Mark Martin Spia vocals he's your boy uh, Sergey uh, Sergey Verdiguar drums mm-hmm. and Felipe Baldia, Baldaya as the other guitarist. Um, yeah, it sounds like a good mix of uh, European and Spanish names. Man. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah so. so, how do you say this? Athma? Athma. Athma is the one that I started with. and that's, It's a fucking mindfuck of an album. Yeah. It is fucking great. 2017. I think of uh, their... their uh, again, if you're looking for more the metal side of progressive yes. music, this is, this, is it. this is it for you guys. It's yeah. fucking good. Um, it's just um, everything about it. The drums, they're fuck. I mean, the, yeah, the yeah. constant time changes. I mean, yeah. this music's all over the place. But at um, the same time, it's not too much. No, I think this could they be the heaviest band on here? Uh, that we're gonna talk about tonight? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, hands down, no doubt. Question. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, they're the most metally prog band we have yeah. on this list. So I would, and I'll be honest, with you, this is probably for real. Fans of I don't know how you guys fucking pronounce this shit, but Ne Obscuriaris Obscuriaris. Uh, if you're fans of those guys, for sure. And and I'm gonna say it one more time Ne Obscuriaris. I'll let you say that. Yeah, Obscuriaris. Um, if you're fans of those guys, which they're fucking outstanding. I've had, a few, I've, had a, I've had about five beers. My lips don't look. Don't move that. They don't move. Don't move. Don't blur blur. Yeah, that's what happens. So. <laughs> This is 
Ooh, they're from Australia. Okay, so next map. <laughs> I'll take these guys. So these guys, uh, one day I uh, was listening to Pantera videos. Right? And <laughs> Fucking all, three. Yeah. <laughs> so just three, you know, three, like all the time, right? And then all of a sudden I see this band and they're called three. Three, and, and actually. Go. It's one actually, of the best heavy metal videos ever. Right. Anyways, go on. The Pantera videos. Mm-hmm. And so then, watch it go, or whatever. And this one's uh, called Just Three, like the number three. Yeah, the band's called Three. Yeah, so that's Literally spelled, the number three, not yeah, spelled out. Just the number three. Yeah. It looks like you. Mm. Uh, so there are on uh, Metal Blade Records. Uh, they actually had quite a bit of... Uh, they're American, by the way, but they had quite a bit of... Uh, like they did very well, mm-hmm. but they're unknown. Like nobody fucking knows about these guys. They're fucking weird, man. Yeah. So they did. They're they're very rock, very progressive rock. I mean, I know they do have metal elements. They do, but they're not like don't don't go into it thinking heavy. not at all. They like, don't don't go into this uh, thinking that you're gonna get some fucking double bass and shit. But it's still heavy. It's it, still, it's there's, still some, heavy. there's some riffage in there that's pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. They toured Porcupine Tree back in 2007. Uh, they they came out in uh, Headbangers uh, MTV Headbangers Ball. They had a video uh, for All That Remains. That was voted number sixteen for that uh, mm-hmm. in two thousand seven, which is not bad at all. Not at all. Uh, so yeah, they signed uh, with Metal Blade Records. I would say they're also hey they also toured with uh, fucking Dream Theater, Opeth, and Between the Bird Me during yeah. the Progressive Nation in two thousand eight. Yeah, so they were definitely... That's a hell of a fucking lineup. Shit. Yeah, they've been around, man. <laughs> they've gone through some, some shit, man. So, uh, Joey Eppard is the vocals, acoustic electric guitars, who were saying that as a very distinct style of play, like flamenco metal, flamenco style. Yeah, it's cool, uh, though. You have uh, Billy Riker for uh, guitars, Chris Garthman on drums, and Daniel Grimsland. Uh, bass, backing vocals. Keep it in grim. Uh, if I would tell you, I would just say, uh, I started with the end has begun in mm-hmm. 2007, and I'm gonna stick to that for right now. That's your story, and you're sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're uh, they're cool. They're a little, yeah, like I think you nailed it, man. The... So they're so they are weird. Yeah. In that they have. I, but I, not 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 inaccessibly weird. No. Like they're they're very easy on the ears. They sound yeah. great. Um, distinct vocal yeah. styling aside, I think they're they sound really good. Yeah, I like them. And I know that I know people. Uh, I know they tried to play all kinds of styles of music. So they tried to play everything from hip hop to hip hop to R and B to metal to pop rock to acoustic rock to soft rock, everything. And they try to kind of. One way or another, kind of put that in the music that's some kind of element. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and I I would think these guys would be a good uh, alternative, I suppose, to maybe Porcupine Tree. Um, They definitely scratch that, and 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 another Spock's beard alternative too. If yeah, considering that I like them more than Spock's beard, because I look personally, if you're listening to like prog rock. Like we said, Southern Empire is very much for veterans. I think Spock's Beard is for veterans, and I think Three is a good starter. Like if you're gonna get into this type of music, Three is a very good start, uh, band to start with. Yeah. 
Because you're not gonna you're not gonna just get. I, I mean, if you're fucking cool as shit, dude, if you just, <laughs> if you could just get right into Southern Empire, and you're like, this is fucking. This awesome. is my jam. Yeah, all of a sudden, I, I like, dude, that's that's pretty cool if you could do that. You know, not everybody could do that. Uh, I, I can't. I can listen to one Southern Empire song on the way to work. Yeah, and I have a like half hour. Yeah, break. dude, I I get home with and there's still song left over when I get home. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. Now funny. here's your boys. Oh yeah, dude! Fucking Swedish, no Norwegian. Norwegian Pagan's Mind from Skien, Norway. Uh, progressive metal, po- yeah, power metal, a little power in there for sure. For sure. Um, another band that's uh, really uh, got a lot of switch ups in their music. Very, very. Uh, uh, keeps it guessing in a way, man. Um, I did really enjoy the vocal stylings in this album um, yeah. from uh, fucking uh, Nile. Was it Niles K. Niles, Rue? Niles Rue. Niles Rue. Um, he's you laughed when I said this, but I feel like when he does his little high pitched whales, it reminds me of Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you guys sounds a little like Ozzy. I never fucking noticed that. He does like the yeah, like oh yeah. shit, all right. Sounds like some Sabbathy shit going on. <laughs> but um, not to not to say he sounds like him. He doesn't. I mean, overall, it's just when he hits certain notes, it yeah. just reminded me of it. It invoked that feeling. Um, but yeah, um, the good mix of uh, fucking. Uh, Power in Prague. Um, he was mm-hmm. also um, fucking Niles was also uh, played the character the prophet on uh, Arion the Source. So again, it's another good album. Yeah, absolutely. And he's again part of you know. With that being said, he's part of Progressive Alumni because he's Power. fucking. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like Arion being on an Arion album is like a rite of passage. Fuck yeah! <laughs> you're so like you're on Arion. You're like I'm. I'm you're part complete. of the you're part of the alumni, dude. You're yeah, t- you're, you're, you're complete. You're, you're top of the class. Yeah, he also did an album with Floor Jansen called, um, well, the project called Northward. The Enchanting uh, Floor Jansen. Yeah. The uh, Legs for Days. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, it was... It. It I think she's taller than I am. She's 6'2". <laughs> she's taller than I am. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just under 6 feet. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So, this one, uh, the Northward project, was okay. I'm not going to say it sucked, because it didn't suck, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we have Niles Rue lead vocals, Jorn Viggo Mortenstein. Viggo, I always think of fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Lost Lostard on guitar, Steiner Krokmo bass, Ronnie Te- Tegner keyboards, Stian Christofferson on drums. These rules. Um, they did a they played Prague Power USA 2009. Fuck yeah! They did a tour with Sonata Arctica in 2008. Hey, they were good back then. I think uh, mm. they were starting to suck. They were, huh? Shit, yeah. right? Yeah. Fuck! I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Go. So for so <laughs> I mean the last album these guys did was back in 2011, mm-hmm. Heavenly Ecstasy. Yeah, but now, apparently they're still active. Yeah, so they're still active. Apparently there's some sort of like you know health issues going on mm. recently that kind of started to. Slow, slow production. Take so I, dude, without a doubt, Celestial Entrance, Enigmatic Calling, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think God's Equation. Holy fuck, those albums are the shit, dude. Uh, but for sure, Enigmatic Calling and Celestial Entrance, okay. two thousand two, two thousand five. If you're gonna listen to any of the albums, listen to those two for sure. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> those are just. Outstanding, dude. Fuck yeah. And again, heavy, progressive, power metal, dude. They're fucking great, man. Yeah. And also, which is very strange, but I got the idea when I see the cover art, 
was Niles always said that Stargate the movie was his major one of the major influences for him. <laughs> and when you see shit like and like even the 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 cover art, you're like, fuck, I, I I see what could be related to the Stargate movie universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's pretty cool. It's not the Stargate, it's the Fodgate. The the Fodgate. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get your shit and leave! <laughs> Fucking Arnold. <laughs> God damn it. His <laughs> fucking son is, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt fucking banging the clients. Banging the clients. Banging the tents. <laughs> banging the tenants and taking the money. And, yeah. And that's why everyone's that's why coming up the... short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, if you guys fucking got help, connects, help, help finance help, this movie. Let's help this movie happen. What's our, what else is Arnold going to do right now, man? Come on. Get him out there. <laughs> See Arnold with a fucking beer belly. Yeah. Get the fuck Dogs. out! <laughs> fucking grabs his fucking like he's like the guy's like the he has a tool belt. He always has a tool belt on. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking tenants is there like eating like fucking cereal. He yeah. grabs the fucking chair, the tray, and just throws get down and leave. <laughs> Kicks and throws them out the window and just shit. fucking throws out the window. Uh, that's uh, great. Make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. All right. <laughs> it's, uh, so here, here's a here's a little bit of a twist. This is the last band on our list, and it's Cynic. Now, this is a very interesting band uh, for a lot of you. I love fucking Cynic, by the way. Yes. So they're I think band. between uh, Cynic and Atheist, um, we're the ones who influenced Death to go that route in the Florida, Florida, uh, out in the Florida the scene. Florida scene, yeah. So these are the guys that I considering really think, where they came from, right? Um, yeah. They did something so different with it. Um, ah, cynic. So actually... <laughs> go on. Sorry. So actually for Paul and Sean, Paul Mavistan and Sean Malone, <laughs> they actually played with Death. Um, and they played on the, the Human album, I believe. Uh, yeah, they played on the Human album. And so that's when... After they did that, they decided to start writing for Focus, the 93 album... Which is, like, a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, arguably, yes. Absolutely. So, I mean, the only thing that I kind of... It took me a while to get used to were the vocoder vocals. They were a little strange for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, you get used to it. Um, the aggressive vocals were done by Tony Teagarden. Uh, now, they had a lot of setbacks because of uh, Hurricane Andrew and whatnot and damaging property and different things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, eventually, there was recorded and released in September of 93, which is oddly, we're in September now. It's a pretty awesome coincidence. Yeah, actually. Uh, they toured with it in uh, 94, 93, 94, eventually opening, uh, doing the Dynamo Open Air Festival in 94. Um, so, they started... Way back when, yeah, they've been around for a while. Um, yeah, I stumbled across, I, I stumbled upon them. Um, I fucking just fucking around, dude, looking for yeah. bands and shit. I stumbled upon them. Uh, this is back when I was in my avant-garde phase too. Yeah, um, back when I was really into like you know Michael Patton and all that shit. Yeah, and they, yeah, I mean the fact that they're yeah they're a little death metal, a little technical death metal, jazz, very very funky. Well, uh, honestly, it's a lot of jazz, uh, jazz death fusion. Yeah. Uh, and and 
So if you're like the really base, the if the one thing stands yeah. out, it's the fucking basics. Yeah. So Sean Malone is the shit, dude. He, dude. Sean Malone is fucking awesome. I they had Sean. I, I fucking bowed to him. Yeah. They had Sean Reiner uh, on drums playing during that time too. He's played in a shitload of projects actually. Yeah. Uh, he's played in Death. He's uh, he played in Cynic. Aeon spoke, but he's been he's been in quite a uh, number of bands. Yeah. Uh, so I think. If you look, uh, they don't have much albums. <laughs> no, they. I mean, <laughs> considering how long they've been around. Yeah. But Focus, Trace and Air, which is a, uh, it was all right. That one was okay. That's really good. We talk about. It's it's compared uh, to Focus. Well, Focus is their fucking masterpiece. Yeah, right? that's their. Yeah. No, then you're right. I mean, it's a good fucking album. There's, there's. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm sorry. Trace and Air was badass. Retraced. I fucking hated that. It was an EP. That's the one I didn't fucking like. Oh, I see why. It's their... Because they're reinterpretations of their songs. Yeah. That's why I didn't like it. It's the name, right? Yeah. Retraced. All right. So, my bad. I didn't uh, quite get that. It <laughs> makes sense now. Yeah. I'm going to say all their core albums are fucking great, man. Yeah. So, their studio albums? Nice. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So, former session was Toy Two Garden. They're number two on the heavy side. I want to say. Uh, on the list. Dude, if... If... I still, because I, I still think uh, fucking um, Persephone's heavier than these guys. But oh, by far. I'm saying, and I'm on this list. They're like number two on the yeah, by far. They're only other band on this list. I think that has some like death fucking shrills and shit. That's true, and I think probably Evergrey's the next or Southern Empire. Yeah, yeah. The next heavier. Mm-hmm. But Cynic, I mean, Cynic are really one of the true um, pioneers in that. Agreed. You think about death metal, especially in the early 90s, Florida death metal. At that, right? You're looking at one of the fucking pioneers in terms of progressive and the jazz fusion thing that they were doing. No one had been doing that shit. Death was late to the fucking game, dude. Yeah. And they eventually came back, but they came with full force after that. Absolutely. But I mean, between them and Atheists, when they did, um, I forgot the name of the album, but... Uh, I think Unquestionable or Questionable I forget what it's called but that was by far one of the bigger changes and, and, and no one was doing it. everybody was doing the same shit all of a sudden these fuckers come around and they fucking just changed everything dude yeah and that's why I think they're very important uh, between death they're, 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 a, they're a family favorite in my home yeah so. so between Cynic Death and Atheist they fucking truly changed uh the what what how death metal could be played. yeah the whole Florida scene yeah and, and and it just and it just happened from one year to the next dude it wasn't like it was uh, slow and steady yeah it, all of a sudden these bands started coming out like it's fucking crazy dude so cynic is our tenth pick for the prog quotables or prog quotables prog prog notables prog notables <laughs> that sounds cool prog quotables prog quotables so the prog notables yeah. I'm sorry fuck yeah uh, and uh, we're all fucking worthy of it absolutely now on to the main event the main course of this the main course of your fine dining awkward experience awkward time signature meal yeah there you go <laughs> um, we're, yeah. Not in, we're not in 4-4 not anymore um fucking Andromeda um named after the fucking 
galaxy. Our closest so, neighboring galaxy. Sorry. Coolest thing. I had to nerd up a little bit. Coolest thing I saw. If you look into this fucking guy's chest tattoo, uh, it's uh, M31. Huh. M31 is the name of our fucking solar system. Uh, Andromeda. Uh. As well. No, we're not in Andromeda. Well, that's the name of a solar system, or that's the name. Yeah, because uh, we're in the Milky Way. That's the name of our galaxy. Yeah, Andromeda is a galaxy. And I think want to say Andromeda is our closest neighboring galaxy to our galaxy. So the M thirty one, the M thirty one, it's known as the Messier thirty one, which is the Andra- Andromeda galaxy. Yeah, it's not a solar system. It's it's a galaxy which has millions and millions of solar systems. Space oh, okay. is big. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah Space yeah. is fucking big, y'all. Yeah. It's fucking big. <laughs> it's a great name, though. Um, nice. Yeah. So yeah. So that's this. That's that's basically that's all I'd say. Yeah. So yeah. M31 <laughs> is the same thing as Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, so little galaxy. In the now th- these guys for real are uh, a mystery, and they're enigmatic. It's kind of hard to find. We had a hell of a time finding what we could um, yeah. in terms of who they are, where they're yeah. from, um, what's their motivations, their influences. Um, there's not a lot out there. We had to... I mean, Wikipedia, you get like a, yeah. a paragraph. Maybe. If you're lucky. So, uh, if you're... Okay. Let's start with introductions. How'd you, how'd you, how, how did you... First hear about them? Yes. Again, uh, Fabian. Okay. Um, but at the time, the only album that I had heard was uh, Extension of the Wish. The first one? This one. Okay. This one that we're looking at here with the, uh, the not the With the first singer. With the original singer, right. Okay. If you want to call him that. But yeah, I heard that album, uh, fell in love with it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is some good ass shit. Um, at the time, I didn't even... So, I heard this a long time ago. Um, I mean, yeah. when did this album come out? 2001. Yeah. It was probably like 2005, 2004 yeah. when I first heard it. Yeah. And it was... For me at the time, remember, as I've gone through my past, um, I was a new metal kid. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't until like mid early two thousands that I started evolving. Yeah. And this was around that time. And so for me, this is I heard nothing like it before. So yeah. you can imagine how eye opening it was to hear um, this album. Yeah, first, you're you're listening to Devin. I was uh, yeah I was already then, I was already in the Devon and then you're listening to this but after like, all, after all you know uh, an entire childhood of just listening to bullshit yeah crunchy basic riffs on down two guitars and shit like you hear this shit and hear what people <laughs> floppy bass floppy bass strings flapping like my dick in the summer <laughs> that being said though like after hearing this though like I was just like I was just fucking mind blown um, you can argue that it has some power elements to it uh, as well but yeah um, they're um, they're uh, there's something else, dude. It's hard. I'm like hard, I'm trying to find the words to describe their sound, but honestly, it, it's uh, beautiful acoustic guitar riffs, blistering yeah. drums, awesome keyboard segments. They, um, none of their songs really ever get that long, with the exception no. of the title track. Uh, I want to say yeah. that's probably the longest song that they've ever done. Is Extension of the Witch is clocking over ten minutes. Yeah, but um, oh, but it, but it doesn't feel like it. It, it travels. It, it uh, goes down very easily. Okay. It's so. To me, I think they're um, definitely. I must say, maybe in the world of pagans' mind, I can see that. Maybe, absolutely. Maybe in that that uh, in that field, 
Uh, I got a beat. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to hold it, but it's not going <laughs> Time out. Time out. All right, we're back. So, all right, so what I was saying is um, my, my actual first introduction, and I'll get on to the, to this album right now. Yeah. But my introduction was actually through Metal Maniacs. Oh, shit. Uh, they had a full spread on them. Yeah, I don't even... I, um, I, I probably should ask him where he fucking got them from. Yeah. Was, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was going to try to make it today, but... <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know how that happens. You know how that goes. Go on. So... Hope he hears this. <laughs> Continue. So, yeah, it was one of those things where they were just doing this uh, interview, and I was like, holy fuck. They had this... The cool uh, cover art... Um, and then the, the whole band was like in this lake or this water. Oh, nice! Up to their up to their stomachs. What the fuck? And they looked they looked all fucking cool. And I was like, you know what? I gotta check this shit out, man. <laughs> so that was during um, same probably the same year, so the five, so the six. Yeah, year. yeah. Um, and yeah, again, it was extension of the wish. Now, again, we want to say they started with a session singer. He yes. wasn't actually part of the band. But they had a session singer, Lawrence McElroy, who was a singer for Darkane. Not the same shit as with their current singer, David Fremberg, which eventually, back in 2004, they re-recorded Extension of the It's kind of crazy. That doesn't happen. No. You don't hear this very often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always talk about you know movies and video games and shit being remade. Yeah, yeah. Even television shows. Yeah. But never a fucking album. Yeah. And so I wonder if they just felt... So highly about David Frimberg that you know what? Let's re-record this album, and they it is. And I'm glad they did, dude. His, by I mean, far. again, not not at all to knock at the original at the session singer because, um, I mean, I was introduced on that. Same, so, yeah. right? So I, I at the time I loved it, and again, I still like the original extension of the Wish. I don't yeah. mind it at all. Um, Musically, but, I think, for me. <laughs> Fair. Not the vocals. That being said, though, yeah, um, so it's called Extension of the Wish, Final Extension is the name yeah. of the, uh, the remake. Yeah, and I think it has, like, bonus songs or... Uh, does it? I don't think so, dude. Well, you know what? Yeah, it does. Let me see, because Extension of the Wish is only... Yeah, it's got two bonus songs. So there's a couple bonus so songs. A little, a, little, a little extra special yeah. features for it. Oh, look, here's two yeah. bonus tracks from the European re-release. Yeah. Uh, but but if you get it on like Apple Music or Spotify, you will get those bonus songs. Yeah. Uh, now, to me, dude, this is like unfuckable, unfuckable, How do you say it? Unfuckable, sure. Unfuckable, unfuckable. <laughs> there you go. Unfuckwithable. Unfuckwithable. Okay. Now, at the at this time, oh shit, we didn't even bring up Johan. So Johan. Reinholds, he's uh, currently uh, the guitarist for one of the guitars for Dark Tranquility, which is awesome because Dark, yeah. Dark, Dark Tranquility, even See then after, See how shut up, when you're talking, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> so Dark Tranquility is at, at a current high right now. They're yeah. they're, I mean, uh, with their most recent release being fucking amazing. So. Yeah, I think he might have just done Dark Tranquility for a bit. Oh, okay, like not like he's not like a permanent member. No. Uh, we also he also is the guy for Skyfire, uh, melodic death metal. If you guys have not heard it, fucking go listen. Go to check it. it out. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, Johan Reinholds is fucking great. Um, so yeah, I mean, they so they redid they redid Extension of the Wish. Yeah. Um, but before that, they um, yeah, 
he actually came bound with the album uh, Two Is One. Yeah. So now this one to me was all right. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Reaching deep within, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also Encyclopedia. I'm not really keen on uh, mir- Mirages. Really? Mirages, how do you say it? Mirages, mm. yeah. The opening track Encyclopedia is great. It does, yeah. it's, a, it's another good example of setting the, the tone of the album. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely a um, great introduction to his work. So yeah. so funny, yeah. So they actually did this album and then they redid Extension of the Wish. Um, yeah, so this one came out in 2003. Yeah. Right afterwards, they started, I guess, rewriting. Well, not rewriting. They didn't have to really do much rewriting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Extension of the Wish, that title track, is different on Final Extension. It really is! Yeah. Because, like, everything about the way it's sung, because on the original... <laughs> yeah. It's and, and how it starts. kind of nasally and yeah. everything. And the, I mean, this version, you get these power vocals, and it's so yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. It's such a difference, dude. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, that's probably the most jarring difference is the title track. Yeah. Uh, so, to his one... Um... I do, I do recommend two as one. Yeah, I, um, I agree. It's it's not their best album, but it's definitely yeah. a solid. Well, I, I think it's a and, well. You when you you get yourself into is, it's a solid introduction with the new singer officially being in the band, right? Uh, David Fremberg, and then it's okay, right? Now, I think they really hit it with Camara to the six. Yes, sir. Now that's the album that I think they're like they knew what they had with the singer and they knew what they had within themselves. Now this is the other album that I think you can't fuck with. Dude. Dun 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 dun. Dun dun. Dun dun. Can't fuck with it. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude. So I remember the first time I played that album and I heard mm-hmm. Periscope the mm-hmm. uh, opening track. Yep. That fucking riff that it's this Fucking rad it, as yeah, fuck. It's fucking great. Um, it's uh, his vocals are just on point. It, mm-hmm. This album is uh, definitely a, a cover to cover uh, listen for me. Yeah, this one is absolutely. This one is like if you're gonna listen to anything tonight that we say, Check listen to Kimara by Andromeda <laughs> from Andromeda. Listen to them like and the um, I love with this album that um, when you hear the final track, Blink of an Eye, yeah. track number nine. Yeah. It goes full circle. It goes into... Yeah. It ends with uh, a very somber piano yeah. version of the opening riff from Periscope. Yeah. And it's kind of weird why they do that, but it's so beautiful. And I remember when I first heard it, I just fucking melted, dude. I was like, oh yeah. my god. And I was listening to this when I was back when I was working at Pizza Hut, <laughs> delivering pizzas. <laughs> and I remember, like, because, I mean, during the course of a busy day, I'll hear a bunch of albums. Yeah. And I actually had... I actually used to have the CD of this. Yeah. And I remember... Yeah, hearing it, you know, and I remember towards the end of my shift, that song playing as I'm going home, and <laughs> something about it, just, I don't know. Full it's, circle. Again, for some reason, like, just, I tie memories to music, yeah. and it's more, definitely, this is one of those albums I have a lot of memories to, because I definitely spun this album more than any other album yeah. I did. Um, and I, yeah, and I, I would I, have to agree. I, I was fortunate to get into Andromeda right before it came out, so. Yeah. Absolutely. So, at this point, we have uh, Fabian Gustafsson. On bass, Thomas Lejon, uh, Lejon. On drums, Johan Reinholtz. Guitars, uh, Martin Heading. Keyboards, David Fremberg. Vocals, mm-hmm. lead and does his own backing vocals. Apparently, only he can do it. So, nah. uh, Periscope, I, again, you said it, uh, um, you listened to the whole album. Yeah. 
There's no... You can skip here and there, but I mean, don't... Uh, I wouldn't recommend you? it. Yeah, it's 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 all good. There's not a single track in so, this. So, this is what I do. I'll be honest with you. So, I'll listen to... I think it's... How do you say that? In Sigdrum? In Skindrum. So, track seven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Sigdrum? Actually, it's uh, number eight. Oh, here. There's an there's a, uh, extra track. That shit's wrong. Yeah. So at number it, it's number what? Uh, according to the album that I have here on my device, it says eight. Okay. What's different? So it's it depends the, on the version you get to. The hidden riddle going yeah. under. Ah. The cage of me. No guidelines. And yes. Oh, so yeah, because you know what? They're flipped. Okay. So on this one, for some reason, it has. In the inner circle of seven. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. So in Tigrim, I listened to that one first. And then I'll go back to the beginning no and shit. listen to the whole thing. That's an interesting way to do it. Because I really like that song. <laughs> okay. And I have to hear it now. Gotta get to it. Yeah. And right now, bitch. And then go to Periscope. Fucking A. Yeah. No, yeah, but this is uh, definitely their highest point. Uh, and, you know, like all good bands, when they hit their highest, sometimes they go down. Some sad thing about valleys and peaks, right? They yeah. all go up and down, man. Yeah. So... The Immunity Zone. This album's not bad, though. Um, I think The Immunity it, Zone's... It, the best way I can describe it, it's fine. My my issue with it is... Okay, so this came out in 2008. Yeah. Oddly enough, again, in September. It seems to be... September's seems a big be the month. month. So... The strange part is that it... it I feel like it, it... How it evolved or like how it changed. Yeah. You know, this... It's like they're slowly seeping away from their sound of what they're what they've been doing. I could I could second second I could see that. And so that's kind of like my my gripe with this album. And with that being said, it's still good. It's still fine. It's still a good album. It's a good listen. I, I definitely I still recommend it. Yeah, it's still a listen. Absolutely. Um, I've heard it more than a few times. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, I could definitely see where you're saying as far as it kind of... I mean, it's still very proggy. It's still got power elements. But I could definitely see where you're saying that it, it is... The beginning. It's missing the start of it of the fucking mamadas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're starting with their <laughs> fucking mamadas. Starting with their bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Their fucking yeah. shenanigans and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm still the day of part of the funniest thing you ever did. <laughs> fucking opeth. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, this leads us to the most recent release, which isn't very recent. Um, came out in uh, 2011. <laughs> no. Actually, let's hold that thought, because now it's my turn to go pay-pay. Go pay-pay in the party. All right. So, 2011, Manifest Tyranny. <sighs> the Manifest Tyranny album um, of 2011. Should you say it or should I say it? You go ahead. Hated it. Yeah. It's not good. Um, no, this is why. <laughs> this is why they stopped. Full blown, <laughs> full blown mamalas at this point. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, what's there to say, man? It's you know, a, it's a, it's a hard listen. It really is, especially and, knowing where they come from and their yeah. previous work. Now, what's interesting to me is uh, their song titles or the, the, the song, the time they start to go down. Yeah, uh, so a lot of shorter songs. Here's uh, it's it's. Average, I suppose. I mean, yeah, there's one long song in the middle. Yeah. But, yeah. So, 
I the lineup is a little different here. Yeah, they got a different probably bass doing player. part of the change in sound. Oh uh, no, maybe not. But it's just a, a bass player difference. Mm, okay. Uh, but somebody fucking loved the shit out of this album. I can tell you that right now. Uh, they give it a 93 out of 100. Uh, where is this at? Metal Archives? Metal Archives. Damn. I don't know about that, dude. Oh. Why? Because he loves Opeth. Oh. And because we're talking about... Remember I was telling you this? That this album reminds me of the latest Opeth releases. Oh. Uh, so maybe... Opeth fans who really like that the change in sound, which you know, more power to you. Sure. Uh, then okay. you might dig Benefits yeah, Journey. Yeah, I guess so. According to this guy, um, I really did not like this album it's at all, man. It just, lacking everything. Yeah, it's, then it has. It doesn't have the oomph. Uh, it just it's it, it kind of drags. And then the thing is, yeah. is that it kind of like when I first tried to listen to it, it I remember I've heard it maybe like once or twice, maybe. Um, it's very, well, it's because it's a hard listen. It is, dude. It's and not because that, it, it, and yeah. the thing, the thing is that just it's subjectively, I think it's objectively a bad album. Yeah. Um, not even just as a bad Andromeda album, just a bad. It's album. a bad album. It's yeah. not enjoyable. I, right. I find it boring. Yeah. I find it fucking derivative, like just. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is that yeah, I kind of did the same thing. What happened when I tried to listen to Sorcerers from Opeth? Yeah. Just kind of fizzled into fucking background noise yeah. dude. at this point when I'm not even listening to the music because I'm doing other things yeah that means I'm not enjoying the music yeah because like when I work yeah because when I'm at work I listen to a lot of music yeah. I listen to music like almost all fucking day yeah. during my shift at work and so that's eight hours of music so generally when I'm listening to music I'm doing shit but I'm listening also to the music and I'm yeah. listening to it there's a point where I'm like listening to you know I could be listening to this album and I'll be like Four songs in, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What did I even hear this last yeah, 20 and it, minutes? Yeah, it becomes that white noise that you talk it about. It sucks, dude. And that's not a good thing. No. You know, I should be able to be always aware of the music because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm not. Agreed. And that, that's exactly what this album is. <laughs> but, Excuse to be me. said, everyone is, you know, everyone gets a goose egg every now and then, you know. Yeah. And Fortunately for us, not unfortunately, fortunately for us, there's... A whole catalog of great Andromeda albums to pick from. Yeah. So, I think this is kind of like, you know, there are enough Yeah. that not to be too sour about. You know what I mean? Not at all. And that's so, why we, we felt it was they were worthy of a, yeah. of a proper segment because yeah. they're a band that not only sound amazing, their talent is fucking through the roof. Yeah. They're enjoyable. They, I mean, their first uh, several albums... They're hitting all the checkboxes. Yeah. And it's great. Anything anything that you're looking into as a progressive metal fan, uh, and, and now if there's different kinds, right? Because if you like keyboards, if you're into all that stuff. It has a little bit of all that. You're This is perfect for you. Absolutely. I mean, this is a... Uh, some, some cool, nerdy-sounding keyboard yeah. sounds. And I do say that, I'll say that again, that they are criminally underrated. Very much so. Uh, you hardly hear from them. There's hardly any information on them. And, and we tried looking, dude. Guys, well, all we could find ladies. was the band members and the albums yeah. that we already know. Like, <laughs> so, well, I'm, yeah, I was interested. Like, oh, what other kind of, you know, are they tied to any other bands? You know, and when just dark Tranquility as far as we could find, you know, and Darkane, and, and that's it. But I mean, not much to go off of. Mm-mm. But it doesn't matter. We go off on the albums, anyways. 
Yeah, it's all about the music. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of those are. I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is a great hidden gem in metal. Absolutely. And I believe like my other favorite was always Gates of Ishtar. Yeah. They're my other hidden gem. Like if, Gates of Ishtar is amazing. Yeah, you can't. And and just those of you that go out there looking for them, you know, before you want to buy any actual CDs or anything, uh, just. They're a little hard to find. Yeah. There are other artists called Andromeda out there, unfortunately. So you are going to have to kind of uh, weed Do the albums. Homework. Yeah, kind of weed the albums through the other shit that comes up. But if you're going to get their first album, get the final the extension. final ex- the final it's extension. It's the same title. It's a, it's kind of a the cover's a little it's a more black. It's weird. It looks like a it looks like a, they're live or something. It's weird. It looks yeah. Like it, it looks like the band is playing. But uh, it yeah, weird. It's, it's, it's called the. The extension, extension of, of the, the wish, wish, the final extension. Yeah, get that version, and then get and, yeah. get two oh is God. one, get Chimera of course. Yeah, I and think go ahead and check out Immunity Zone. Yeah, I think if you're gonna get any of those though, first get Chimera first. Chimera is really good. Chimera's probably my favorite album. Chimera, and the you know the only reason why I didn't recommend it first is because it's so good that yeah. I feel like everything kind of pales in comparison. I know it's so good, but I, I I'll say it in order. Chimera. Extension of the Wish, the Federal Extension, and then Two is One. And if you want to do just the experiment, check out the original Extension of the Wish. See what you think. You might like Dude, it. Dude, but. but the problem is, is do not go from the Federal Extension to extension the Extension of the Wish. Of the wish. <laughs> because the re-recorded one is so fucking good it really vocally is. that when you go to the original, you're like, oh my god, is he going to start singing? And then you realize... This motherfucker is singing. Yeah. And that's it. That's the totality of his talent and his vocals. He sings. At first, when you don't know any better, because that's what you start off with, you're like, cool. And then you hear the, <laughs> you hear the new you're shit. You're like, cool. <laughs> and then you, then you hear the new the It's re- so good. Yeah. yeah. You see what could be. Yeah. It's, it sucks, man, but it's But funny. yeah, Andromeda, fucking uh, 10 out of 10 would fuck. Yes, sir. <laughs> so next week... Um, not sure what we're going to get ourselves into. Could be Steve Could Wilson. Could be another... Yeah, we, we still want to do uh, an episode on Steve Wilson. And we do want to do an episode on, uh, on Anathema. Uh, Anathema. So, we'll probably try to get those out before the month of September's up. Yeah. We might have a... A, a more segue episode. A funny shenanigans episode. Just... Yeah, we can find something worthwhile. Yeah. For sure. Well, that that, that uh, metal page keeps us busy. We could probably do an episode on that, dude. I just, don't know. Just fucking making fun of it. I know. And we can fucking put links to the post. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be that yeah, much of a douchebag. Yeah, we, but, uh, we could. We could be. It's too much. It's too easy. Yeah. Too but uh, remember, we're on all platforms. Listen to us. Uh, and we're going to be on YouTube again, finally. Yeah. Yay. Give us a like and a subscribe. Yeah. Uh, that Metal Podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, on uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, iTunes uh, our yeah. Apple podcast. Yeah. Um, give us a fucking fair rating. Leave a comment. Um, Facebook page. Uh, we love, you know, we've, we love interacting with you guys on social media, so please continue to do so with us. Yeah, and leave your comments. Let's have a discussion. Yeah. Buy the ticket. Take the ride! I agree. I know.